Yes, hello, welcome to 2002 A Film Odyssey, the podcast where films are discussed, specifically the films of the year 2002. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Andrew. And I'm Dan. And we are back, and we are continuing to work our way through the entire theatrical movie release calendar of the year 2002 in chronological order. And uh, on our journey, we have now made it to March 13th, 2002. We are going to be talking about the one movie that came out that day. And uh, to join us, we have a very special guest, somebody we're very excited to have here. Charlie Moon is here with us. It's me. It's Charlie. <laughs> uh, very excited to have you. So, Charlie, you you work in the audio engineering world. Yes, I do. Uh, I feel like you're <laughs> going to tell us everything we're doing wrong. I think you're actually doing everything right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what what movie are we talking about? Uh, KJS. Mm-hmm. Of course. KJS. <laughs> I love a good brief. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Charlie, do you want to say what movie we're talking about? Kissing Jessica Stein. Yeah, Kissing Jessica Stein, the uh, indie uh, rom-com. That was, like, pretty highly regarded at the time. At the time, very highly regarded. Yeah. Yeah. And it even made, like, it made some, like, best, like, best romantic comedies of all time lists that Mm -hmm. I was looking at yesterday. At one point, yeah. A couple days ago, whenever I was, two two days ago when I was watching this movie, Mm -hmm. I was, like, looking at some, like, Top 25 greatest romantic comedies from, I don't even remember what the source of the, the list was, but mm. it was like a major source. Uh, yeah, people were were really into this movie at the time. I remember. I don't. I was. You don't? <laughs> I think I, I was in elementary school. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, uh, yeah, Dan and I were in, uh, 10th grade. Yeah. Yeah. So we would have discovered this movie then about the same age, because I was... Probably in 10th grade when it came onto my radar. Okay. Mm. In 2008. Got it. Okay, yeah. Well, we were actually in 9th grade when this came out. Because this would have That's been March, right. So, yeah. but yes. Yeah. yeah I think I saw semantics. it uh, a little later because I rented it on DVD. I didn't see it uh, in theaters like right when it came out. So I saw mm-hmm. it a little later. But we all watched this movie. Yep. Yeah. First time seeing it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, should we, uh, should we dive right into the movie or should we relax a little bit? Should well, we chill out? I think you know the answer <laughs> to that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we always chill out a little bit, talk about some things that we've recently watched. Uh, do you, do you want to start off or should I? Uh, why don't you go? Why don't okay. you go? I gotta pull up my list here, yeah. my log. Uh, I think the first movie I watched this year was not something I'm like very proud of. This is the first movie I watched, but I watched a movie called Twilight. Do you remember? Not the vampire Twilight, but Twilight with uh, Paul Newman and yeah. Gene Hackman. And yeah. It was on... Susan Sarandon. Susan right? Sarandon, yeah. It was on Tubi. So I was like, this is the exactly the kind of thing I would watch on Tubi. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I did. And it's, uh, it's all right. Kind of like a... Yeah, sounds like something that you would tell me that you watched. And I'd yeah. be like, why'd you watch that? And you're like, oh, I don't know. It was on Tubi. <laughs> it was on Tubi. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, just like a late 90s neo-noir. Some good uh, supporting players. Uh, Liev Schreiber, Margot Martindale. Very young Reese Witherspoon. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, you know, kind of a fun pot boiler. Sure. 
Then I watched uh, a movie called uh, Siege, which I got on Blue. Not the Bruce Willis. No, not the... Yeah, not The Siege with Bruce Willis, but uh, a movie called Siege, which I got from uh, Severin, uh, Severin Blu-ray, and it's like a, uh, I think I told you about it, it's like Assault on Precinct 13, but in an apartment complex. Oh, yeah, that was the, like, Canadian one? Yeah, it's like a Canadian uh, thriller with, like, a lot of, uh, a lot of booby traps, Home Alone style. (laughs) Cool. It's always, it's always fun. Yeah, um... Yeah, it's like a, uh, this, uh, fascist, uh, militia commit this, uh, hate crime and they chase one of their, you know, victims who escapes to this apartment building and they corner him there, but the people in the apartment building kind of like fight back and, you know, it's kind of a spoiler, but I mean, they kill all the bad guys (laughs) in very fun ways. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it's good. Okay. Um... And then uh, last Wednesday for movie night, we watched uh, Whatever It Takes. Uh, uh, not the James Franco, Shane yeah. West romantic comedy. Yeah, which is also not the movie you think when I say the title. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's like a uh, direct-to-video... No, it's like a theme that you've... Yeah. That you've inadvertently... Movies with titles yeah. that are very similar to, like, big movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't call Whatever It Takes a big <laughs> movie, but at least a movie that more people have heard of than right. the other one. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, who's in that again? James Franco, Shane West, and... Marla Sokoloff. Marla Sokoloff. And Jody Lynn O'Keefe. That's right. You ever heard of that movie, Charlie? I haven't heard of a single thing. <laughs> <laughs> Not a single Twilight. Movie. You've I heard think, of Twilight. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, when you said Twilight and Susan Sarandon, that's about the only oh, thing yeah, that I know her. <laughs> yeah. Well, all those movies do share titles with, like, other... It is an interesting... More uh, well-known sub- movies. Subconscious little yeah. uh, theme that you've got there. I That wasn't planned, either. Um, but, yeah, I watched all those. Whatever it takes was... I don't know. It was fun to watch with you and Travis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was pretty stupid, but I had yeah. a good enough time with it. Uh, direct-to-video, like, undercover cop action movie from 1998 with uh, Don the Dragon Wilson... Ugh. Andrew D- <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay <laughs> acting circles around Don the Dragon Wilson <laughs> uh, and uh, Fred Dice. Williamson the Dice Man yeah yeah, uh, yeah Dice Man's uh, film career cut cut tragically short mm-hmm. not really I mean he's still with us no I know he's, he's still with like us he doesn't alive. have a f- I said his film career yeah, yeah not yeah. not his life right right uh, but uh I mean, Dice Man, I, I said this while watching the movie, but Andrew Dice Clay is probably one of those celebrities that, even though he's not famous anymore, is probably thankful he's not famous anymore because he would probably have, like, 15 different Me Too allegations <laughs> against him if he were, like, more famous right now. Yeah, under the uh, s- yeah. spotlight. Yeah. So. Um... I think that's really all I've watched. We watch a few more, but um, they were your movie night picks. So when you talk about them all, chime, chime in. in. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Charlie, what have you watched lately? So I've got my list here uh-huh. yeah. that uh, one of my trivia team members gave us. Which oh, is, you're on a trivia team. I'm on a trivia team. Oh, nice. I am there for emotional support, really, okay. more okay. than I am for knowing things. But uh, we got this list from one of the members. 
he took the AFI 100, 100 mm-hmm. years, 100 movies, and checked some things, added some other things in, mm-hmm. and the first movie we watched, because my wife had never seen it, mm-hmm. Big Lebowski. Oh, okay. Um, that, that's on the AFI? It is not. That oh, okay. Is a, okay. That is a Graham special. Uh, okay. Doesn't quite fit the AFI uh-huh. standards, but was considered like culturally relevant enough. Okay. Yeah. And I, I yeah. Agree with oh, that. definitely. Heavily quoted. It, yeah. Um, yeah. It probably belongs on a list above other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, on, on a list, surely. Yeah. Here we have it. Um, so and, that was the first one we've tackled. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff on the list. And mm-hmm. and Graham is the individual who gave you the list and added like some stuff. Yeah. This sort is the, of like your, the Graham the, list. The curator. Right. He has curated a nice list here okay. for us. And. Uh, and the I, think, high... I think it's in chronological order here. I think next we're mm-hmm. watching nine to five. Okay, for for listeners, Charlie just put a list of movie titles on the table. So the highlighted stuff you, I think the have red seen? stuff is stuff that Graham thinks might be. Oh, there's a key. Not super boring to be, or maybe it's the other way around. Red, <laughs> meh, black stuff we definitely need to see. And V has taken it upon herself to highlight where we can currently stream oh, nice. all mm. of these movies. Now, hmm. I'm reading this upside down. <laughs> I like how Star Wars <laughs> is in the meh <laughs> category. I think if you knew my wife, that would track. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> but but no, black- I, I, to be to be fair, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> but <laughs> to be clear, but the stuff in black is stuff that he thinks that you would like. That I think this is tailored more to my wife. Okay. Um, so he put a lot of effort in this. This is a nice list. Yeah, great friend, really helping us uh, expand. Yeah. But there's no, uh, on this list, there's no way to tell what has been removed from the AFI 100. No. Okay. Though there is a reference copy, so I could load this into oh. Excel and we could get really fun <laughs> We could get into know? it. I mean, I think I could probably tell what was not on there. Uh, off the top of my head, probably not Clueless. Notting Hill. <laughs> hey, Clueless is a great movie. Clueless is a great movie. Uh, <laughs> Rushmore is on here. That's not on the top no, 100 for no. sure. Truman Show is uh, not on the top 100. Probably should be. I mean, I, I agree. I, I think it would. Yeah. Election's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Election's a movie I tell people to watch all the time. I like how the, like this is just us looking at it's a list. It's just us looking at a list. This is great <laughs> podcast si- content. Silent, silently reviewing the list. Yeah. Uh, this podcast will come with supplemental material. Yeah. Um, and then We'll edit it to cut out the, uh, <laughs> we the just, pauses. The silent yeah. distraction. We'll or we'll just leave link, it in. Links in the Instagram uh, bio. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, yesterday. We'll take a fo- can we take a photo of that list? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. throw it on the. I don't think Graham trademarked it or anything, so let's just go for it. Nice. <laughs> and then uh, theaters yesterday, I saw Megan. Mm. Oh, okay. I've also seen Megan recently. What did you think of it? I had fun. I, I wanted it to... It, it, my problem with it is the same problem I have with all of the James Wan horror movies, mm-hmm. um, which is that I want them to go a lot further than they do. Because they're all like PG-13. Further um, in what sense? Further in the sense, you know, it's like, 
show more of the fun stuff, the the kills, the a little darker, a little dark. I, d- I didn't uh, see Malignant, so I don't know. Uh, what yeah, you're it's talking just kind about. of like I I just like the stuff I liked in Megan is when you know they play like the fun song and Megan is like dancing in the hallway and all that stuff without spoiling right. too much of it. And I'm like, oh okay, this is fun. And then like before you know it, the movie's over and you're just like, oh, all right. Um, I did hear that they did some reshoots and mm-hmm. uh, altered a few things to get down to that PG-13, and there may be uh, an uncut version. I was I read something similar, so I, I'm I'm excited to maybe see it. But I I had fun with it though. I thought it was pretty fun. What oh, you I think? had a great time. Yeah. I actually had very low expectations, which is a great way perfect. to walk into yeah. that mm-hmm. uh, movie. I think I only saw, like, the teaser trailer, and then I was like, I'm not going to go see a movie with that weird doll. Yeah. Um, but then the reviews started coming in, and I thought, all right. It's like 95% on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I haven't even seen the trailer. I've just seen the poster. I don't even don't see the trailer. the trailer. Just watch it whenever it comes. Like, I don't know if you, you'll get to it in theaters mm-hmm. before it goes, because it'll probably be gone soon. But, uh... Um, Whenever it goes like HBO Max or something like that, mm-hmm. just just watch it then. Yeah. I was You'll actually watched the trailer today and was very relieved mm-hmm. that I hadn't seen it before the movie because it's basically a highlight reel. Mm-hmm. I just so you know, it gives, everything fun and surprising to me in that movie. They it gives it away out in the trailer. Okay. Skip it all together. Mm-hmm. Well, just go see it. I'm not like a marketing guy, but <laughs> Megan had a really good marketing like campaign though after it came out, where they had like all those like models dressed as Megan like going places and doing things like mm-hmm. there's all those like videos of Megan's walking around New York City like in unison and stuff like that and it's like that kind of stuff is fun like, hmm. that makes it kind of relevant agreed how, how long is Megan uh it's like an hour and 40 minutes hmm. all right. so you know I I think I think I I said to my girlfriend when um, we watched it that, like, it gets an automatic, like, plus for me. Because it doesn't like, go above just two hours. Like, yeah, under under two hours, yeah. Uh, I al- yeah, I also haven't seen Malignant. Should I see that? Because uh, people loved it. I liked Megan more than Malignant. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen Malignant. Okay. Now, James Wan didn't direct Megan, though. But he co-wrote it and produced ah. it. So Oh, that's right. Uh, somebody else directed it. Gerard Johnstone. Housebound? I don't know what Housebound is. I think it's like an Australian uh, horror movie, maybe? Mm. Well, yeah, I'll see it before it leaves theaters. I would say it's worthwhile. Maybe yeah. uh, see it with some buds. Yeah. Probably a good one. Yeah, it, it's a fun. I I agree with that. It was a, it's a fun theatrical experience because like there wasn't a ton of people in the theater when we saw it, but everyone that was there was kind of like into it. Okay, it was fun. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. It adds it adds a little bit to it. Anything else you've seen? Oof. Regrettably, I saw Avatar. Uh-huh. Okay. The Way of Water? Oh, I was going to talk about that, too. <laughs> bro. Another one, uh, bro. Another one I haven't seen. But it seems like you two have different opinions. I kind of had... I kind of liked it. <laughs> I kind of... 
I mean, you spend that much money, it's yeah. not going to be a total bore, right? Yeah. Like, it wasn't bad, but oh man. Because um, it it's got my, some goofy stuff. My note sure. here was most times bro has ever been said in a film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I love the, uh, I love the, like, Blue Lives Matter Navi that they had. Uh, I, I, the... The white, the white kid with dreads named Spider had to go. <laughs> Bad character <laughs> to have in your, in your uh, movie, James Cameron. Uh, so like a 70-year-old woman voicing a th- teenage bizarre. girl. So bizarre. Oh, sigu- do you know this, Andrew? No, I, I haven't seen it, and I haven't really looked into so anything Sigourney about it. So Sigourney Weaver... Uh, well, she plays... Uh, uh, a Navi, right? Yeah, she like was a like younger sixteen-year-old right. Navi. Or I did hear like that. that. Yeah, it's a weird. It's weird. And then she also plays herself, like in a like recording from the yeah. first movie or whatever. She doesn't play Sigourney Weaver in the movie. No, she, <laughs> she, I mean, she play like does, but it's like a recording uh, that was meant to be from like when the first movie. Right, right. Or She's her daughter. Perfect. The daughter of the the character, the character from, from the, the first, first one's movie. daughter. Got yeah. it. Yes, the Got spontaneous. Uh, I say we child. can spoil whatever. Avatar has made over two billion dollars. If you at all cared, <laughs> no. If you had, no, I don't know. Maybe it is. If you had all cared about Avatar, you would have gone to see it. So. Well, I didn't see it yet, so I, I guess I don't. I don't, think, I don't, I don't think care. You cared about Avatar. Uh, I, I was pretty confident you didn't care about Avatar. But I hear people say it's interesting. It, I it's yeah. I I I liked it more than I expected to. I think mostly I the thing I like about Avatar, the new one especially, is that like. It feels. It's weird as fuck. It's a weird. It's a weird movie for being this huge budget mega movie event, and it feels like the work of a singular weird guy. Like it's just James Cameron's weird movie that he wanted to make and was allowed to make it. And I thought that was interesting. I think that's the most interesting thing about the Avatar movies to me. It does also though feel like a kind of. Some fucking white guy got a bunch oh. of fucking money, and he's all, "What if we did whales, but they like look like turtles, and they yeah. have like a bunch of eyes? Like, cool. Here's like twelve million dollars. Make your turtle whale." Yeah. Well, yeah, and he he's pretty guilty of, about like I don't know, like nativism and stuff, in all of his movies, so mm. especially the Avatar ones. So solid note. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen the first Avatar since theaters. I think it's the new one's better than the first one. Okay. I mean, I remember the first Avatar being like, you know, a kind of cool looking movie on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, w- yeah, yeah, I- yeah. <laughs> Faint phrase. <laughs> I think I uh, tricked my grandma into seeing the first Avatar movie yeah. with us, and uh-huh. she thought we were seeing Moneyball. <laughs> and I uh, didn't realize until the movie started that we were not seeing money well. Oh, man. <laughs> I think that's what it was. <laughs> hey, where is Like a knobby shit. Yeah, like, where is Brad this, this isn't is money ball. <laughs> yeah. Because the first one was basically, like, it was about the Iraq War, if I remember right, right? I mean, yeah, subtextually. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, this is, they're, 
anti-imperialist movies, so, like, on the surface, they're good politically, Mm -hmm. but it's just, like, they're so goofy and so (laughs) earnest that it's just, like, it's like, oh, all right. (laughs) It's weird how they tether with the animals. Yeah. But that's also how they tether with each other. Yeah. They (laughs) did. He makes a point to do it more in this one so that you know it's not sex. Because I feel like everyone thought in the first one that that was just how the Navi had sex by, by like, you know, touching their tails like that. And so he's like, in this one, it's just like they do it with, like, other creatures and stuff like that so that that you know it's not a sex thing or whatever. I I don't know that. It could be. That poor little dragon thing's eyes. Their pupils dilate and they're like, whoa. Yeah, no. I'm jacking in. I don't don't know what you're talking about. Because I don't remember that from the first one. You don't remember that? That that was like the thing everyone made fun of the first one for. Jacking out? Or jacking in? (laughs) Jacking out. Jacking out. No, so the. When. uh, When uh, Sam. Worthington. Worthington's um, character. Navi character. Mm -hmm. Not when he's in Navi. um, When he's blue. And Nagiri, who is Zoe Saldana. Mm -hmm. I think Nagiri is her character name. Uh, When they, they like, their tails intertwine. You Mm -hmm. don't remember that? And they, like... It's it's been over ten years since I've seen it. I think, yeah, no, I do remember it. All right. Well, yeah, so, like... For a long time, people were just like, oh, that's, like, how the Na'vi have sex or mm-hmm. whatever. And I think in this one, like, uh, maybe it became enough of a punchline that James Cameron was like, no, 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 it's not sex. They've got, they do that in a, the, the old-fashioned way or whatever. <laughs> and this is, like... <laughs> the old-fashioned way. This is about, like, more spiritual. Okay. So. Maybe I should see Fascinating it. movie. Fascinating movie. But it's almost three hours, right? Oh, it's over three hours. Mm. It's three hours and like ten minutes long. I don't have time for that. <laughs> uh, it, it, you know, it, it's it's it looks good in three. Did you see it in three D? No, I don't think I could hang with three D for over three hours. So I I was reading a little bit because it's also because buddy friend of the show Travis uh, and I saw it and we we went. We wanted to go see it in, like, the most James Cameron way possible. So we went to theater that was showing it in IMAX 3D with the high frame rate stuff, too. Um, And the high frame rate I was reading about was, like, James Cameron. Like, he did a shitload of... Because, of course, he did. He did a shitload of, like, research. And the high frame rate... I guess is to combat kind of the like it it makes it easier on your eyes the 3d because you know how if you watch a 3d movie for too long or whatever like I don't know when we saw the first avatar or Mm -hmm. we but I don't think you and I saw it together Mm -hmm. but like when I saw the first avatar like I kind of got a headache after a while of staring at 3d and I've, I've always kind of had that problem with 3d movies part of the reason why I don't like them really I think I've seen two movies in 3D in the last, like, 20 years, probably, almost. Mm. And they were both Avatar movies. <laughs> um, and that's it. So, 
but like I guess the high frame rate kind of counteracts <laughs> some of the. We'll negative. give you less of a headache. Yeah. Um, but the high frame rate stuff was still kind of weird because like it wasn't even like not the, the entire movie's not shot in a high frame rate. It's mm. just certain like shots. And so it's not even like scenes. Uh-huh. It's not even like, oh, the scenes in a high frame rate. It's literally like a shot uh-huh. cut to another shot that's not and then cut back to a shot that is. So it looks weird. weird. And you, yeah, you Does start it, to notice it. Switch like uh, aspect ratios or you can just no. tell that. No, the no, frame it's just rate. like yeah. choppier looking okay. all of a sudden because you're like, it's faster and smoother yeah. and then all of a sudden it's traditional. 24 fps and then mm. it goes back to like 60 or whatever it is that, yeah that does sound weird yeah it's it's kind of weird definitely not selling me on the <laughs> no I, <laughs> by any means I, I mean i had to see what it was like i guess fair yeah enough, fair enough. uh so is there anything that any of us watched uh that we want to talk about before we dive into uh i got a few KJS. things that I can talk about quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched a, a bunch of 2022 movies that yeah. we'll probably save for our next episode mm-hmm. where we talk about those. We could do a quick plug now for our future episode. The 2002-ies. The 2002-ies. Which will be our next episode. Where we, we talk about our favorite films from recent times, from 2022. But the way we tie it in is we give a big award to the movie that is the most 2002 movie of 2022. Will the movie be here to accept? The movie? I don't know. I actually don't even... I'm still working on mine. Uh, I haven't I haven't figured out my my nominee Your, for, yeah. for that specific category yet. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's... Last year, uh, it was a movie... What was it called? Little Things? The Little Things. The Little yeah. Things. It, mm. A uh, Denzel Washington, Jared Leto, like, serial killer movie. Yeah. Which just kind of felt like a movie that would have come out 20 years ago. Yeah, and that's because it literally was. It was written in, like, the 1990s or something like that. And the guy tried to make it, and it didn't get made until until last year. I think I know what mine would be. What's that? I'll just have to tune in, I suppose. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you don't you don't want to you don't want to influence the voters. <laughs> yeah. Who are I, us? <laughs> surely I can influence you more than the movie itself. The movie that felt most like it could have been made twenty years ago. Um. So last weekend I had a, I I like fell and I hit my head. So my. <laughs> Sorry to my, hear that. No, I, I. We we don't have to go into any more specifics about it than that. Uh. I wasn't like drunk or anything, just anyone's like wondering. Um, but I, so my, 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 my mental capacity was like not at its peak. So I didn't like watch anything too smart. So like last weekend I, I rewatched like Miami connection, the Brady bunch movie and the night at the Roxbury, like all on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So watch those. The Uh, the latter two are two uh, solid nineties comedies. Oh yeah, I, I think Ninth of Roxbury is super underrated. Uh, and the Brady Bunch movie too. Brady oh, the Brady Bunch movie is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, I, I watched My Bloody Valentine. 
the, the 80s, like 80, Canadian yeah. slasher movie. Not the remake from the 2000s. No, not My Bloody Valentine 3D with mm-hmm. like Tom Welling or someone <laughs> yeah. in that. Um, I watched Evil Dead 2 for the first time. Mm. Uh, not my thing, mm. Evil Dead 2. I know that's controversial. Like, I, I can see why people like it, but it's not my thing. Okay. Really. Uh, and then the only other thing on here besides 2022 movies, uh, is, uh, a karate Christmas miracle, which Travis made us watch. Yeah. Um. So for new listeners, we do movie nights, like, every week with, like, just a couple, couple buds, and, uh, our friend Travis picked this movie, A Karate Christmas Miracle bizarre strange um yeah that so it's it's on freebie if anyone's like intrigued by the title <laughs> and wants to check it out charlie do you know what freebie is i do oh, okay yeah. yeah freebie is like um Tubi? A shittier Tubi, basically yeah. it's amazon's Tubi, essentially I've, I've googled a few movies and found freebie freebie's got them every yeah. once in a while uh, it used yeah. to be IMDb TV. Yes. So yeah. if you remember that, that's what Freebie is right. now. And Freebie is also the home of the new Bosch show. Mm. So, Bosch uh, Legacy. Bosch Legacy, mm-hmm. of which I am an, an enthusiast. Um, and uh, so yeah, Travis made us watch that movie. Um, mm-hmm. Like what? How would you describe that movie? So it's it's I made by like. Uh, a weird right wing guy, right? Uh, <laughs> um, it's it looks like if you just heard the title and you maybe saw the poster, you'd think it was like kids karate movie, but it's like definitely not that. It like it's like, is kind of, but yeah. not really in tone or anything. It's it's about a kid who thinks that if he can um, earn his black belt by Christmas, that his presumably deceased father will come back to life or come back um and yeah it like spoiler alert it works yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it like touches on like uh like gun control and mass shootings in not good ways (laughs) his, his dad dies in a movie theater shooting okay yeah and Eric Roberts shows up in this movie, but like he like clearly filmed his scene like at his house or whatever, yeah, and just remotely. Like sent it to him. Yeah. It's <laughs> is this like a like akin to maybe a Pierflix thing, but instead of God guns? It yeah maybe yeah I mean it does a little bit feel like a faith based movie, but um, but about. Yeah, ultimately I mean, about guns. The 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 same filmmakers have this like funny looking like docudrama all about like presidential conspiracy theories <laughs> on Tubi that I really want to watch. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually I'm in now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they're they're quite the film the filmmakers. Um, yeah, it it was wild. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's like, very obviously, bad. Yeah, but um. I love a good bad and it's also like kind of a uh, I don't know like a 
like tries to be kind of a tr- like a trippy movie like donnie darko sort of <laughs> did you get that vibe i mean not like not <laughs> yeah. like in darko terms of quality like i had a head wound not in sure. terms of quality but just in like <laughs> that it's like a uh, like a like a head trip movie yeah a little bit i guess yeah. um bizarre movie though yeah. um i don't recommend it but i could also understand hearing what how he described it and like still wanting to watch it even <laughs> yeah. if someone tells you don't do it right <laughs> i would still be like well i gotta find out for myself mm-hmm. but that's also like the kind of thing like where like i was told don't watch pocket ninjas and then i still made us watch a movie called pocket ninjas and and we all hated it but mm-hmm. but i had to see for myself how bad it was should I ask what pocket ninjas is? <laughs> no, no, pocket, no. It's just this piece of shit movie, but like, <laughs> that I made us watch like on my birthday, like two years ago over uh, FaceTime during, during like lockdown. Good stuff. Yeah. Pocket ninjas. And we also watched The Fablemans. Uh, yes. Was, was my pick. Uh-huh. Which is like as opposite of a movie from a very karate christmas, christmas karate or whatever it is <laughs> yeah uh but that we can talk about on the next episode yeah i will but, say that i did enjoy the fablemans yeah i liked it too yeah did you see the fablemans haven't seen it, it but i've heard of it it's probably gonna win best picture right that's what people are saying it seems like it's the front runner or right. it's well it seems like the most logical front runner yeah to me. right like the right. one that i would think the academy would vote yeah. for but, so we'll see. Yeah. Sometimes there's a mix or a, a shake up. Well, like last year, Coda winning felt yeah. like a shake up or whatever. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, anything else that anybody wants to talk about? Is it time to kiss Jessica Stein? I think it's time to kiss Jessica Stein. <laughs> uh, uh, of, uh, we were saying this off mic, of all our guests, I don't think anybody has brought as many notes. The most prepared. Yes, definitely the most prepared. And that's that's no that's no shade to any of our former no, guests. No, no, no. Uh, feel free to take as little notes as possible for this stupid <laughs> show. <laughs> um, you know, I watched it one time, for the first time in my like adult life. Sure. And it was with my wife, and I really wanted to get her reaction because I really thought this movie was going to make her mad. Uh-huh. Um, so we just had a nice, fun Sunday watch, and then today I watched it again, and I really. <laughs> so so she, she watched it with you we did watch it together uh-huh. a couple weeks ago i think now okay yeah not happy okay <laughs> all right um well when we start i always say uh who who saw this movie in theaters that's the question i always start with nobody correct i don't think any of us saw it in theaters, yeah right because you didn't you saw it later you said it was, for me it was a rental i rented it on dvd in late 2002 uh just because it was like a pretty like talked about movie at the time like it had a lot of buzz around it uh the the poster i believe says a uh like a hip smart comedy or something like that <laughs> it's uh, funny because like watching this movie I, <laughs> I didn't think it was bad like bad until the end like the last sure. like, 10 minutes is where you're like oh god but there's um, some moments sprinkled in throughout but the comedy in this movie Mm -hmm. like anytime they're trying to be like funny Mm -hmm. 
I was just like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yes. Some of the comedy in this is like bad. Yeah. There. So we'll you know we'll walk through the movie, the we'll walk through the plot. But there there's one scene in particular that I thought was like very strange, and I don't know what was trying to be communicated in this scene. And I'm curious to know if, Charlie, if that's the scene you're talking about, because you texted me, you were like, there's one scene in this movie that is rough. It, and I'm curious if... With it's, so much unpacking you can do as well. Yeah, <laughs> if, I'm curious if it's the same scene, but we'll get to it when we, right. we get to that part. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't see it in theaters. Dan, you just watched for the first time... Two nights ago. Two nights ago. Mm-hmm. I would have watched this movie probably on a charter on demand channel. Okay. Mm. So no one in my family knew <laughs> <laughs> um, that okay. I was having oh, okay. a secret gay awakening. Sure. Um, uh, what what year would you say you saw this movie for the first time? Earliest would have been 2007. I'm thinking okay. probably 2008. All right. So uh, some light started turning on for yeah. me. Sure. Because. Uh, in 2002, there was definitely, like, um, a, like, a dearth of options as far as movies go with, you know, gay characters. Yeah, like, main mainstream yeah. gay cinema. Yeah. You, that was not really a thing at that time. Yeah. I mean, it's still not that much of a thing. <laughs> Maybe. Well, more so now than it was oh, then, sure. for sure. It's a lot better, but yeah, once you burn through the L word... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm a cheerleader. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here we are, yeah, yeah. kissing Justice yeah. Stein. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But this was even before, this was a couple years before the L word. When did the L word start? I feel like the L word started right, right around the so time. So it would have been... 03, Would have been after the L word probably by the time I watched it. Right. So oh yeah, for sure. I definitely hit the L word before I hit kissing Justice Stein. <laughs> yeah, time. right. Um, L word first episode oh four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I guess you could at least say it was, uh, you know, it, it was trying at a time when not a lot of filmmakers were trying. <laughs> I mean, is it trying? <laughs> I'm not sure uh, how interested it is in uh, in like. In, gay positive being part of i think my note here on this was for a movie that is a hundred percent about bisexuality and fluidity Uh they're doing a very good job at pretending it does not exist (laughs) sure yeah not they don't like not once at all does does that get mentioned bisexual bi not not once no it's like uh, this is a dumb parallel here but I know you've seen it, and mm-hmm. we've watched it together and talked mm-hmm. about it before, but, like, have you ever seen the movie Accepted? Yes. With Justin Long? Yeah. Okay, so, you know how that <laughs> whole movie's about him, like, not getting into college and stuff? But they don't they don't even bring up the concept of community college? <laughs> That's what it reminds me yeah. of. Yeah. It's not good for the plot. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, like... A spectrum doesn't exist in this movie uh, oh, of yeah. sexuality. No, it's, it's just like it's this or it's this and nothing. Yeah, in it's between. a binary. Yeah. yeah. Um, Almost. Uh, they were so close to the point. <laughs> so sure. Close. Um, 
So, uh, does anybody want to give like a quick plot description of this movie? Um, uh, basically, I could do it. it okay. Basically, like uh, a uh, a young woman in her late twenties who is having trouble on the dating scene. Answer or uh, it starts. It starts off. She's like, it's like. She's Female Woody Allen is like the I mean the like vibe they're going. This is for. like she's a Woody Allen movie. She's single. She's twenty eight, so she's basically geriatric. <laughs> yeah. According to, get, to this movie, her, to get married. Yeah. her life's over if she's like single. Yes. Yeah. And it's also I also I mean I didn't realize maybe I, I but like maybe I had read it at one point, but I didn't realize that this movie was like so Jewish as, yeah. as well. Uh-huh. I mean not like. It, it's not like, it's not like a serious man or something like where it's that's integral to the plot, but right. but like her family's very Jewish yeah. and it, it's mentioned in you know the yeah. movie multiple times mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, I think it has a fairly big like fan base, right? For with Jewish audiences, I don't know. I don't know. Does anyone like remember this movie or like it anymore? I, I think so. I, I mean, think, I mean, <laughs> it probably gets watched I, more I, than a lot of similar movies from this yeah. era, just because of the obvious like yeah. lesbian sort of tag that it's gotten. Mm. But then you, but then if you look at the letterbox reviews, people are like, "What yeah. the fuck did I just watch?" Yeah, the so, I, yeah. I think people Folks at the time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they will rip it to shreds. Oh yeah, sure. it's gonna make them hate. It's gonna make them hate <laughs> millennials and, and Gen Xers even more. I think people at the time who liked it probably still regard it pretty well. Uh, but yeah, if you're like a young person seeing this movie, you'd be like, "Well, fuck this movie." <laughs> yeah, any kind of person that. That has any kind of, like, I don't know, like, deeper sense of understanding of, like, sexuality or, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, So the plot. Yeah, so the plot. Yeah, quick (laughs) plot description. Uh, So, yeah, Jessica Stein, she's a woman in her late 20s. She's a copy editor at a newspaper, and uh, she has had bad luck on the dating scene, and here's uh, one of her coworkers reading a uh, like a quote from a uh, like a dating like a personals ad, and thinks, "Oh, I this, this person sounds sounds interesting." But it's uh, uh, a seeking same uh, personals ad. So women it, seeking women. Women seeking women. Yeah. And so Jessica Stein decides, "Well, I'll give this sh- a shot." And throughout the movie embarks on a, you know, like a same-sex relationship. Uh, And that's, like, kind of what the trailer, if I remember correctly, like, made the movie seem like. Yes. I mean, on on Helen's side, Uh Seeking Woman, this was also her first venture Right. So they have that in common. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I did see this movie, like, like I said, like 20 years ago, and I remember things differently. I forgot certain things happened in this movie. Definitely the ending, I didn't remember. Oh, I remember the ending. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure. It broke yeah. my heart. I was devastated. <laughs> well, any, I think 
any single person you tell them the elevator pitch for this movie has an idea in their head of what the ending will ultimately be. And it's the exact opposite of what happens. (laughs) Yeah. Because before I watched this movie the other day, you and I were talking about it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I don't know, you said something. And Mm -hmm. I was like, wait. Is that what this movie actually is? And then and then you were like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. no fucking way. That's unbelievable. Because you'd think it's like, like a coming out movie. Yeah. Well, it is for somebody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Um, just not Jessica. Just not yeah. the, the titular <laughs> Jessica. Just not our, our main character. Right. Because uh, I was, for some reason, I, when I was a kid, I really liked the movie in and out with Kevin Klein. Okay. <laughs> and I thought it was going to be something similar to that, but it is not. The ending is... Now, yeah. is Kevin Klein gay at the end of... Yeah. In and out. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen In and Out, so you should see it. I like Tom Selleck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not his politics or anything <laughs> about him personally, but as yeah. an on-screen presence, sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, it has an interesting ending. This movie, and we'll we'll definitely get to that as we walk through the plot. Uh, well, let's talk about Jessica Stein, the character. So she is, uh, you got your notes there, Charlie. What, how do you, do you want to start off? She's unlikable at best, I would sure. say. Sure. Um, off to a good start. Mm-hmm. The sort of opening scene, I appreciate that she's eating cold leftovers with black coffee and red wine mm-hmm. for dinner. Yeah. Um, so it seems like she's going to be maybe kind of cool, maybe kind of laid back. She's not. She's entirely neurotic. Yeah, She. A little exhausting. Exhausting is a great word for it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You said, like, this is basically, like, uh, a lady Woody Allen movie, and I think that's exactly right. Like, a neurotic New Yorker uh, romantic film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, not very likable, Jessica Stein. I didn't think. A lot of unlike, mostly unlikable mm-hmm. characters is and, what this movie's comprised You know, of. and I'm, I'm fi- like fine with a movie that's about like unlikable people or like flawed characters. If it's a movie that's just kind of observing or like studying these characters, but I feel like with this movie, I'm supposed to be charmed by Jessica Stein, which I wasn't. No. Hey, you know who I'm, you know who's especially not charming in this movie is, um, Josh. Mm. Oh, yeah. Big Boss who Josh. Who is an asshole. And then in the end, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to put the cart before the horse. I mean, we'll get there. It's but. hard to not talk about yeah. Josh the asshole. Yeah. Um, and it, why is he around so much? Yeah. It, it's sad that it's like a little baby gay. I didn't even see what was coming. It's so obvious to me mm-hmm. now as an adult. I'm like, that asshole Josh. He's yeah. going to get the dub here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, a lot of, like, very, like, uh, like, a lot of just, like, standard issue rom-com tropes in this movie. Oh, sure, like, the, yeah. like, dating montage and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, the yeah. montage of men being terrible. Yeah. Yeah. There's right. a similar montage of uh, women being terrible on, on the voicemail. On the voicemail, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
uh, yeah, one of which is, what's the character that, uh, Nan? The, the lady that's like, I would like somebody to father my... <laughs> Mother or child. Yeah. So, uh, would you be into that? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of montages, or, well, a couple. Um, a lot and... of montages, a lot of three months later. Yeah, well, uh, there are f- four three months laters, right, yeah. in the movie, so it's a year? Please. I guess that was intentional, I guess. I guess. Seems uh, like a bit of a cop out. Like, yeah. Forget dialogue. Mm-hmm. Montage. Skip a few months. Yeah. Catch up. There's definitely a lot of just explaining how character, like character personalities, in this movie, as opposed to like showing these characters. Uh, uh, we should mention too that Jessica Stein is played by Jennifer Westfeld. 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 Yeah. Uh, uh, Who is the then... the writer? Who's the co-writer, and mm-hmm. then uh, Heather Jurgensen is Helen. Yeah. Who so, is the other writer. Yeah, so, so this movie was written by the two ladies in the movie. Which almost makes it worse, the way Do, it ends. Are either of them queer? In real life? Yeah. I don't believe so. Which I, is, I would be shocked if they were. Right. Which is obvious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, because Jennifer Westfault was... I mean, th- I mean, this isn't obvious. It doesn't mean not queer but i I, there's nothing pointing to her being queer was in a relationship with john ham for a super long time like almost 20 years and then same with heather jurgensen she's married to a a guy and it doesn't say anything else about any of her romantic history so but but i I think you can tell from watching the movie that yeah, I mean, it feels like a straight person writing a movie. Yeah. Though. Anytime yeah. they're like, what's it like to be with another woman? They're like, it's soft. soft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all we got. Uh, yeah, I think this movie gets, like, uh, the same kind of criticism that Chasing Amy gets, which is just that it's a movie with gay characters that is very much written by oh, a straight person. Sure, it's... Truth. Like, I think I read a Letterboxd review that was like, oh, it's it's Chasing Amy, but not written by, like, a guy who wears hockey jerseys and loves comic books or whatever. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, a different, like, basic story, but... Uh, well, similar. Yeah, somebody that... Similar written by somebody that probably should have had somebody besides themselves look at the script give it a once over okay yeah (laughs) yeah um well yeah let's uh walk a little bit through the movie so jessica stein she's copy editor and like all uh you know rom-coms the main character should have like a little quirk and she's a like a grammar snob like a she likes a good she likes big words which i thought was very stupid yeah. <laughs> That's her thing, is that uh, she's all about... Especially because she's just absolutely mesmerized by let it marinate. Let it marinate. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. How, do you th- <laughs> how do you feel about the word marinate as a verb? <laughs> like, that's the that's the thing that, that draws her to Helen, is that she used the word marinate in a, an interesting way. 
is it interesting? I mean, not really, but <laughs> I I, she'd never heard me. Her eyes do light up. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So, uh, I, I, I was thinking about how I say marinate sometimes while watching it, like in that, in that way. I yeah. feel like I say it all the time. Uh, yeah. Like it's, I, I was thinking, did I get that from this movie? Is this a unique thing or is this just like very stupid? Like it's not that <laughs> stupid. weird of a thing to say marinate in that way. Like, you know, instead of say, you but know, think so, about she's it. She's so straight laced. This is just yeah breaking all the rules. And Oof. there's even like a callback scene, like a couple scenes later where she's talking to yeah, our she, man Josh. And she's yeah, like, have she you ever to... heard the word marinate used yeah. in a way? And there's another one on their second date. Oh, I've been letting it marinate. <laughs> <laughs> very, very stupid and goofy that that's like the thing yes. that turns her on to Helen. Imagine like seeing this in theaters or something, mm-hmm. and then someone's just like stands up and starts <laughs> cheering when marinade is brought back for the third time. Yeah, yeah. But this is basically all happening on their date one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, the first couple scenes, it's basically established that Jessica uh, can't find the right person. She's kind of too picky. The movie actually doesn't really do a good job at, like, painting a picture of Jessica, in my opinion, of what, like, her problems are. Like, why she's so unlucky when it comes to dating. I mean, the long-term theme is that she's just... uh expects too much of people yeah they yeah. have to be perfect um right yeah and uh so yeah in the opening scene her you know her mom is basically saying like you know she's trying to set her up with anyone anyone and you know and jessica's like or no she's like you're 28 you gotta find somebody yep yeah uh and then insult to injury right gets a call from i think little brother Yes. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's like a dating montage where she is like, you know, meeting a bunch of guys at this one restaurant and yeah, it's all not the same all the same restaurant. It's not going well. Um, and I think that's before she gets the call from her big brother, right? Yeah, I think they're really just trying to tee up like all of the three things happen that really mm-hmm. just... Put her... She's so desperate. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give Helen a go. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So there... I don't, I can't remember which order, but there's the dating montage where it's just a bunch of bad dates, and then she finds out from her brother that her brother's getting married, and he's, like, moving on with his life. Uh, so she's like, oh, I need to find somebody. Um, really quick, what do we all think of the dating montage? Hey, A-plus stuff. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> you gotta have one of those. Oh, like uh, when the guy's like itemizing all, of, yeah. all the items. I mean, he's probably phone. my favorite of the uh, the bad date characters. What's that actor's name? Kevin Sussman? Uh, Something Sussman. Yeah, he's a guy I just know by face. Yeah, not he just by name, pops but... up in comedies and I think rom I think he was in Hitch. Kevin Sussman. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. just like a nerd character. Yeah, he's on like 10 years of the Big Bang Theory. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that tracks. And there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kevin Sussman. Is yeah. he in Hitch? You I think he's see? in Hitch. Yeah. He is in Hitch. He plays Neil. 
Mm-hmm. Probably basically the same character. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so a bunch of bad dates, and then um, finds out from her brother that he's getting married, and then that's, like, pretty much when she hears her... Uh, oh, her co-workers are also, like, trying to set her up, right? She goes on that, the John Hamm moment. Yeah. Where she gets set is, up is on Is that the... before the it personals is. ad? I, is it actually? Mm. Uh, I think it is, yeah. I think, yes, because if I remember correctly from all of two hours ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you you watched this two hours ago? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, thank you for re-watching this. Oh, love it. Um goes on this John Ham setup. Turns out yeah. John Ham's met a lovely lady mm-hmm. already. Uh asshole Josh just rips her a new one in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah. Just leans into her. Right. And then uh sometime between that and her going back to work, she meets Ellen because when they go back to work, her buddy Jones all, Josh, you gotta apologize, you know. Mm-hmm. And they think she's gonna come in all devastated, <laughs> but she's like on cloud nine off. Yeah, she's feeling pretty. The good. Helen moment. So yeah. I think we got the timeline. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Because that's right. Her uh, her coworker tries to set her up with John Ham, not realizing that John Ham had just like met somebody. Um, Very special. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's another like rom com thing where like the main character's co-workers are, like, very into their uh, personal life, I feel like. I don't think I've ever tried to set my co-worker up with anybody <laughs> in my entire life. Maybe that's a me thing, but... Yeah. Thanks for nothing. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what What's the actress's name that plays... Uh, Joan? Her, uh, that's the Jackie character, Hoffman, not, uh, right? Could be. Yeah, I think yeah. it's Jackie Hoff. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, tries to set her up with John Hamm. Very young John Hamm. Very young John Hamm. Young Hamm. Makes sense, because he was dating Jennifer Westphal right. at the time. It's all coming together. Yeah. 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 So, uh, fresh off of Space Cowboys, young pilot number two. John Hamm <laughs> was in Space Cowboys? I didn't know that. <laughs> I was looking up where this was. This movie was in like his, his career credits. Yeah, and it's number four. Okay, because uh, we we just talked about we were soldiers with he's, John Hamm. Yeah, he's got a tiny part in that. Yeah, yeah. Seems like he was collecting a lot of tiny parts. <laughs> it <laughs> for takes a while him. There, yeah. It, it even if you look at his like IMDb, it takes him still a few more years before he gets anything. He's really. got a lot of like. Handsome gentleman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Mad Men was 2008? Seven? Seven? Yeah. Yeah, seven. Um, but, like, yeah. Um, he's in, like, one episode of Gilmore Girls in 02. A uh, bunch of TV. Like, a couple episodes. Two episodes of Dr. Brent Kessler on CSI Miami. Cool. <laughs> and then, like, he's not in really anything until Mad Men. And then that's when they start putting him in movies. So, like, Day of the Earth stood still in 08. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Which, I mean, that's not a good movie, but... Yeah. It's at least a movie. Right. Um, yeah, so there's the bad 
the the date that doesn't go well with John Hamm because he is not single. And uh, that's also the scene where Josh, uh, yeah, like you said, just really... Uh, Comes to the great defense of every guy she's ever been on a date with. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's not wrong about, like, Jessica Stein, but pretty mean. Oh, he's a huge asshole. Yeah. <laughs> just an unbelievable asshole. And, um... It was brutal. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very brutal. Even yeah. for a very unlikable character. Yeah. Like, well, you know, it's... That might actually be the thing that unintentionally made her even a little bit likable, is you just feel kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, God, please. Yeah. wonder uh, why it didn't work out between those two. Yeah. Uh... And then somewhere around this point in the movie, that's where we're introduced to, like, independently introduced to Helen. Mm-hmm. She's working at her art gallery, and uh, it's established that she's, like, uh, you know, she's an independent woman. She's just kind of, uh, she has, has a lot of partners, right? Okay. Um, she's got three. In, in one scene, it's established. Uh, and this is where we also get some small parts for... Ethically yeah, non-monogamous. Mm-hmm. Well, I think by today's standard, she would just be a cool polyamorous yeah, yeah, yeah. vibe. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is also in that like gallery scene where we get some... Uh, not cameos, because they weren't famous at this point, but uh, we see some actors that would later become pretty famous. Got mm-hmm. Michael Showalter... Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Ely. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's it, but I thought it was very surprising. To I think I know who the third cameo you were alluding to. Oh, okay. Uh, which, but that's later. Later, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I think you probably do know. Yeah. Um, the wickedly talented. <laughs> the wickedly talented. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh... And then Helen, in this scene, um, you know, after she just, like, does it in the back room with Michael Ely, the delivery driver, the delivery guy, uh, she uh, catches a glance from this, like, a woman that's passing by at the art gallery. Yeah, interesting that that (laughs) woman catches her eye, but she's Uh like, but not that one. I'll put out a personal ad. And yeah, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Like, why not like chat up that lady? Like, she's obviously on a roll tonight. Like, yeah, yeah. get out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why not just talk to that woman? I, it's not good for the plot. You know, yeah, it's confounding to me that Helen isn't just the main character of this movie. To me, she it is. would. Yeah, yeah. But if the movie I mean, were told from her perspective, it would kind of solve a lot of the issues. It would probably be a better movie. movie. Yes, because like hell, the whole time I'm watching this movie now, I'm like, oh my god, I totally sold my soul to a Jessica Stein at some point in my life. <laughs> like, yeah, and Helen is the more interesting character yeah, of the definitely. two. Yeah, and. Like I'd say more relatable and likable. Sure. Only likable character, perhaps. Yeah. Besides maybe mom. Exactly. Mom Stein. <laughs> yeah. Pretty legit. Um. Yeah. So that's after that. We get the personals ad, and that's when. Uh, oh well, no. Helen um, gets some advice from her, her gay pals. 
God. To put. <laughs> oh yeah, those, those characters. Uh, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> those characters. The problematic gay best friends. Who? The oh, the scene where they're. Yep. Oh, yeah. I think we're that all has to, I think we're all on the same page with that scene. Yeah. Um, oh god. Uh, I don't know if there's been like you know of all like the gay best friends in rom coms if there's been like a more problematic. <laughs> a more, pretty pretty a more, terrible. Yeah. Um, they not, just not they super just helpful. they just didn't say anything right. No. Those characters. <laughs> um. One of them says, like, oh, well, lesbians love a dramatic quote or something like that. Mm. Like I said, they say all the right things. Um, <laughs> and uh, so she puts a quote in her personals ad that catches Jessica's ear. Yeah. Yeah. It's and like her, her favorite uh, quote right or something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then uh, when her, like, co-workers leave in the office, she, like, looks at the ad again and she's like well i'm gonna contact this person and so a couple scenes later they go on a date that jessica stein promptly tries to run out of yeah tries to get out of mm-hmm. and cut to helen just laying on the moves like a professional yeah and i don't know why at this point helen's just like I should just not pursue this. <laughs> Boy, I mean, doesn't seem like the right the right fit for me. <laughs> I mean, there's several times uh-huh. yeah. we but, are but she does. gonna ask this question, but yeah, uh, she does calm Jessica's nerves, right? Lures her back in mm-hmm. for a glass of wine. Yeah, because they meet at like a like a restaurant or like a wine bar or something, and right. Jessica's like, "Well, I gotta go to a dinner." I gotta leave, and then Helen follows her out to the street and dumps her, like, the contents of her purse on the street, so Jessica has to, like, help her pick it up, and then that's when the big marinade moment comes. Yes. Where she's... First of three iconic (laughs) marinade lines. Right. And then they, they head back in, and... Yeah. Jessica's like, I don't have a dinner yeah she's so 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 swooned by her use of the word marinade that she comes back in and they have dinner and they hit it off and then yeah the next scene is where she's back at the office and uh everybody can tell that she's jessica has like a little pep in her step right like she's Mm -hmm. a little happier it's also worth noting on this first date is this is when we get the breakdown of the boyfriend's is that when Helen's that comes? Boyfriends, yes. First date. Uh, for some reason, I thought there that was like later. Is that is that when the they're in the cab and we get like the lipstick scene, or that's later? Could be that because they just when she admits they're not having a dinner, mm-hmm. she's like, "I know a great Helen's like I know a great Indian spot." Mm-hmm. So they're headed over there, and that yeah. might be when the lipstick thing. Yeah. Happens. Talking about how she blends lipstick. Right. Ah, the iconic Which, scene. Sure. From Kissing Jessica Stein, where you'll know from the IMDb trivia section <laughs> that uh, it was filmed after the filmmakers hailed a cab, paid the driver $20, the director drove, the, dri- the director of photography was in the front seat, and the sound woman climbed in the back trunk. I did read that, yeah. I do like that kind it's of crazy. stuff. It's a pretty good treat. Also, yeah, yeah. Nice crazy. job on the woman sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that. I mean, it sounded good, that scene. It sounded really good. Yeah. Hey. 
uh, crazy though that the cab driver took twenty dollars to let them drive the cab. Yeah. I I feel uh, like I'd I'd ask for more than twenty bucks if you're gonna take right. my cab I need from to me. Touch more than that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that, that's the scene where they're talking about blending lipsticks, which I'm sure they thought was very clever and thematically... Yes, uh, because she's just uh, looking for I that one... <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Oh, yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> blending lipsticks. Uh, so the, the movie was... Uh, based on like an off-Broadway play, written uh, by the two of them, the two, right? yeah, yeah, the pair, Jennifer yeah, Westfeld and Heather Jurgensen, uh, called Lipstick. So I would, I don't know, but so I would assume that that you know was part of the original original play. Um, yeah, so they they talk about lipsticks and they're driving to the Indian restaurant. And then that's when they're having, like, uh, a conversation about uh, sexy ugly, right? Uh, funny stupid. Mm-hmm. Bad. Mm-hmm. Funny dopey, also bad. Uh-huh. Funny witty good. Funny ironic good. Mm-hmm. Funny goofy good. Funny tragic bad. Mm-hmm. Helen's like, what about sexy ugly, though? Mm-hmm. Pretty, I was pretty offended that Angelica Houston was brought up as sexy ugly. I don't think. Mm. <laughs> I don't well, know. I, I, I would need I a, a photo reference. <laughs> I mean, of who Angelica Houston yeah. is. Um. Well, I, I can make that happen. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I just think of Angelica Houston as being like a unique looking person you know like no, no one really looks like angelica houston looks oh and angelica houston's more more tisha from the adams family oh. movies yeah not i wouldn't say ugly at all yeah. Yeah. yeah my first one um i do think Mick Jagger though was a good one <laughs> <laughs> uh yes so so helen starts like mentioning guys that are sexy ugly and that's when jessica's like Wait a second. Huge relief. I Huge thought I was relief. Here with a scary lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. Out, you're totally normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank God. I think is what she says. Yes. Uh, so relieved. Yeah. Yeah. This is our main character. Cool. <laughs> our, our relatable hero. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's when she finds out that uh, that Helen, uh, until recently, dated men. Yeah. And then they talk about yes, they have men. more to talk about. Um, and what what else of note happens in that scene? I think that that's pretty much it. There is the the breakdown that comes into play later, which mm-hmm. is Roland. She calls when she's hungry. Oh yeah. Stephen when she's bored. Mm-hmm. Greg when she's horny. Mm-hmm. And Jessica says, "Well, who do you call when you get sick?" And mm-hmm. she says, "I don't get sick." Mm. Mm. Okay, because she uh, which down, eventually which calls. Which down the line yeah. does get a strong callback. Right. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. She talks about all her her guys that she calls when she needs certain things. So Michael Showalter is the guy that 
when she's horny, she calls. <laughs> no, <laughs> Greg, Greg, Greg oh, the, the delivery guy. The delivery guy. Oh, right, okay. right. That, that makes more sense. Michael Ely's a more uh, conventionally attractive dude yeah. than Michael Showalter. Yeah, I think uh, Michael is the one that buys our nice dinners. Ah. Yeah. Because then like, there's the... He's like kind of an asshole, though, in that. <laughs> yeah, scene. his, like, two scenes that he's in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, after that all her co-workers can tell that she's, you know, seems a little more... She seems different. And uh, they can tell that she's seeing someone. Um, uh, yeah, they're expecting her to be devastated from the friend's dinner. Stuff, yeah, but, from the dinner where Josh is very mean to her. <laughs> but nope, she's thrilled. She brought donuts. Yeah, yeah. Because Josh was ready to apologize. He's like, look, I'm sorry, Stein. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, he's hey, Stein. Hey, Stein. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Stein. Because there, <laughs> there's a point that's made later that he like calls her by her first name, and she's like, "Did you just call me by my first name?" That's right, Stein. <laughs> Dude, it's me, Josh. <laughs> that's what he sounds like. <laughs> Great character. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, I I don't know that actor at all, really. I know no. apparently he's on Gilmore Girls, from uh, what I read. Could be. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Scott Cohen. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, known for his portrayal of Wolf in the 2000 NBC miniseries The Tenth Kingdom. Wow, that's first on his Wikipedia. That's <laughs> I do. Rough. I remember that. Uh, recurring role as Lorelei Gilmore's love interest, Max Medina, on Gilmore Girls. Okay. I've never seen an episode of Gilmore Girls, so I don't. Um, yeah. Um, he occasionally shows up in stuff, but not anything that many people have seen, I'm assuming. Okay. Uh, let's see. He was in Get the Gringo, the Mel Gibson movie. Mm. I don't know if you remember that. I do remember that, yeah. Uh, Love and Other Drugs. With uh, Anne Hathaway. Uh, uh, Sure, so he's kind of around. (laughs) You saw that movie, Charlie? I think so. That's the one. Don't you have like a... Uh, That's an illness movie? Yeah. Uh, I didn't see it. People hate that movie. Didn't that movie get really bad reviews? I'm, I'm quite sure that it's probably pretty ableist and pretty out of touch. Sure, <laughs> yeah. guess. I haven't yeah. seen it in a long time, but I do remember really liking Anne Hathaway. She was there, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so where are we with the plot for Kissing Jessica Stein? Um, well, they, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, let's look at your notes. The plot Charlie. is... Not this super is a, important. I made a timeline no. mostly just because a lot of these things could have happened in any order. Yeah, not, yeah. yeah. It's a bit of a gooey movie. Right. Um, but I think we were at... Uh, she goes back to work. Man, I like that uh, you have a timetable of the plot. I can't remember a thing. Because normally it's a lot of us going like, Oh, what happened? So... Uh, have to look up the Wikipedia plot well, synopsis. Well, Helen is actually very... Or no, while uh, Jessica's very happy at work, Helen is actually having some uh, just not as exciting, unsatisfying uh, yeah. moments with one of her many 
uh, boyfriends, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, that sort of segues into her setting up their second date. Right. right. Uh, so, like, this is just not as good as my date with Jessica Stein. Yeah. What's the... Which which guy is she... Oh, Michael Showalter, where they're in bed and... Uh, yeah, and she's like, you know what? Don't worry about it. He pops it. Which up is, from under the covers. That's a devastating line. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Again, all of this feels as though that character should be the main character oh, of the movie. Yeah. I, um, it really, like, would solve so many issues with this movie and make it, like, yeah. more interesting, give it more of an angle. Mm-hmm. Make it more, like, yeah. give it more lasting power. Like, people might actually like this movie mm-hmm. if that were the main character. Right. Yeah. And if they would have flip-flopped sort of the ending of, mm-hmm. you know, how things turned out for Helen, that was, like, justice for Helen. Yeah. Not, like, oh, let's celebrate the <laughs> crappy part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It even kind of makes more sense for the title that, like, that, like... Jessica Stein is who, she, like, she's going after. Like, the yeah, who's right. being, like, kind of chased. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, second day was fun, though. Uh, At Helen's apartment. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Where the... Uh, they uh, uh, address the hard issues. Jessica brings, like, the, the literature, right? I freeze-framed so many times before I could read the title <laughs> of the book that she had. And it was a... Uh, the New Good Vibrations Guide to Sex, mm-hmm. Tips and Techniques from America's Favorite Sex Toys, or Second Edition. Is, uh, do we have, like, an explicit warning? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> we, yeah, you can say whatever you want. Uh, yeah. Um, it, and uh, also the leaflet, Lesbian Sex, Hot, Safe, and Sane. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, she also says... Whenever I've thought about lesbianism in the past, I've always said, you. You. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. Nice. Gross out factor, she says. Yeah, point. gross yeah. out factor. Am I right? I mean, no offense. But. <laughs> uh, yeah. Again, our main character, our hero. <laughs> She's got a lot of good lines uh, in this second date here that are yeah. pretty, pretty rough. Uh, <laughs> that will seem not good. Yeah, I f- I think I read that the the play was more more comedy than drama, and I feel like that was probably like something that was in like the original play. Like, right? The, oh, she's so neurotic. She brings a a sex manual to her her date. Right. Mm. Uh, another good quote. I was really surprised to learn that lesbians accessorize. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they should have just asked somebody. <laughs> they should have just passed the script to one other person. Like, how how did they not? How did they not get one bisexual person to just like, you know, go over the script and give them notes? They didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't. Even know what's that? Uh, what am I supposed to do? Just walk around on the street and ask uh, people? Yeah, like even reportedly, uh, Kevin Smith like showed um, somebody the script for Chasing Amy. Uh, what what's the lady's name that directed um, Go Fish? Did we we've talked oh. about Go Fish? Uh, Guinevere Smith. It's been the... a long time since yeah. I've seen Go Fish. Um, 
he reportedly showed somebody else the script. I don't know what, you know, what he took away from... Gwenevere Turner. Gwenevere Turner. Who wrote the... American Psycho. American Psycho, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you've seen Go Fish, right? It's been a long time. That's a pretty good, like, indie 90s movie. Time to revisit. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, very apparent, like, nobody else <laughs> looked over <laughs> the script for this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's the scene with the, uh, with the technology manual. Yes, mm-hmm. and where it's sort of established that Jessica needs to take things slow. Mm-hmm. And then we get another lovely Much montage. to the chagrin of Helen. Yeah, because Helen plays the game. She's she ready to go. Well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then there's another montage, right? Another montage of uh, six dates. Mm-hmm. I, it was my count. Of, yeah. Uh, uh, just doing her darndest. Because uh, <laughs> somewhere in there, it's established that uh, Jessica, she's like, well, date 10 will, you know. On date 7, they are gearing up for 10 days. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. It, yeah somewhere around there, it is established. Yeah, in, in yeah. about 10 days, I think I'll be ready. And that's it date six where they've yeah. just been trying to figure out how to make mm-hmm. out without uh, upsetting right. jessica <laughs> <laughs> uh and so they're yeah they're getting ready for that you know that date but jessica gets a call from uh, her mom oh they about i do need to say that oh did i skip over some almost, important stuff they, well there is a strong helen move on date seven where mm-hmm. they establish the uh, 10 days thing where she pulls over a couple of straight dudes <sighs> in the bar. Yeah, that's And, and uh, I think she is sent, essentially uh, baits them into saying a bunch of kind of perverse things about mm-hmm. two women being together mm-hmm. and tries to leverage them thinking lesbians are hot into Jessica thinking lesbians are hot. Yeah. Which is an interesting strategy, <laughs> but it does seem to work. Odd scene. It was an odd scene. Uh, um, but it seems to work well because they head straight back to Helen's 10 days. That, that really turns on Jessica's oh, time. Yeah, Jessica's about it. Yeah. That's right. They go back to her place and they're, uh, they're about to do it, but they don't. Because good old Greg shows up. Oh, that's right. That's when Michael Ely shows up. That's also weird <laughs> that he just shows up. Uh so I just want to interject here real quick. I, I, I was kind of uh, zoning out, not zoning out. I was doing, doing some something. research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, while you guys were talking there for a second, and um, because you had mentioned uh, go fish, mm-hmm. and so it, it, when I was looking up Gwenevere Turner's name, mm-hmm. I found this uh, listicle from IndieWire: mm-hmm. the fifteen greatest rom- lesbian movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Not no genre, just the fifteen best mm-hmm. of the fifteen that there are. <laughs> yeah, you want to know this? This ranks number six. Ooh. This is the sixth best what, lesbian movie of all time. What, can you tell what year this was published? Uh, yeah, I can tell you that this was published in twenty seventeen. 
Mm. Okay. I don't know about that. So, uh, can I <laughs> so, ask, a, like, what I think is just, like, a solidly good one, but I'm a cheerleader? Where does that sit? That's number one. Okay. Oh, on all right. So, we can somewhat trust uh, this list if it didn't fumble the ball. Yeah. What, what else is on there, like? Carol and... Tipping the Velvet? Uh, I don't think Carol was out yet. No. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. That might Bound is number two. Mm-hmm. Tracks? Uh, three is Tomboy. Never heard of it. Unfamiliar. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not familiar. Uh, four is All Over Me. Never heard of it. Uh, I have heard of that one. That's actually supposed to be really good. That's like a 90s... Uh, oh, with like Tara Subkoff. Yeah, it? yeah. Okay. They, they were showing that at the New Beverly like a month ago. Really, two months ago. Uh, five is Go Fish. Uh, six is KJS. <laughs> Seven is uh, Lisa Cholodenko's High Art. Mm-hmm. So that's probably a movie that's a better lesbian movie than uh, another movie I oddly assume. oddly saw when I was a kid. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, eight, The Watermelon Woman. I- I've never seen it, but apparently that's supposed to be really good. Uh, all worse than Kissing Jessica <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, these are all below Kissing yeah, Jessica yeah. Stein. No, 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 not all of them. Like, uh, I'm going in order from the bottom up. So, like, yeah, The High Art and uh, Watermelon Woman are both worse than Jessica Stein. <laughs> Desert Hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the misandrous, misandrous. How do you say that? Oh. Got nothing. The 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 misandrists. Uh, set it off. F. Gary Gray. Mm-hmm. Um, the Handmaiden. Park Chan Wook. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that movie. Actually, one of my blind spots for Park Chan Wook. Uh, Heavenly Creatures. And Debs. Kind of love some devs. People, yeah. people, that's kind of gotten a little bit of a, like yeah. a resurgence, right? Like, people really like devs. I think it, I mean. Does that fall into, like, maybe a little campy now? Oh, And that's why it's, totally. it's like, yeah. the, having this moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually have never seen it, but I know that it's gotten a little bit of a following the last couple of years. I think well-deserved. Yeah. Well. And then number 15 was Pariah. Which, oh yeah, that's not a film I'm familiar with. Hmm. 2017, I suppose. But uh, gotten some dubs since then. I think we, yeah. Oh, mostly um, a lot of sad. I mean, that's pieces. the thing. That's the thing about like queer cinema in general is a lot of it's tragic, mm-hmm. right? Like, isn't that like a popular, like not popular criticism? Like, it's look like, at like like a trope of a lady kind of. on fire. Yeah. And, oh man, yeah. yeah. Which I really liked. Great movie, yeah. I mean, we, I, I guess a good anecdotal example of this is like in October this year, we made a big list of scary movies we wanted to watch. Yeah. And then for November, because our trivia team, the person who hosts trivia night, uh, she always has a rainbow round. Mm-hmm. And V and I just tank it. We're just not representing. So we were like, all right, in November, <laughs> we're catching up on all the gay movies. Yeah. And that was the most depressing month of my life. I mean, it yeah. was awful. Yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, it, it is kind of a bummer. I thought it was really good, though. Oh, it's 
devastating. Are you kidding me? Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just, I just want another shout out to this little listicle here. Um, again, they gave this the number five or number six on their list. Uh, this movie? No, no, Kissing Jessica Stein. Yeah, 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 Jessica yeah, Stein. yeah. This is number six on this list. Um, I just want, without spoiling the ending, if you haven't seen it, you really should. There are valid reasons to wish Kissing Jessica Stein were a little bit gayer. No kidding. <laughs> but the film is a lot like its protagonist. So damn lovely. It's no wonder everyone wants to kiss it. I wasn't huh. charmed by Jessica Stein at all during yeah. this movie. No. None of us were. No. Uh, I did, like, a couple weeks ago, look at some reviews on Letterboxd, and uh, one of my favorite reviews that was, like, one of the top reviews was just, like, uh, uh, it was very short, and it was just disappointing and a waste of my gay time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. Uh, Yeah, I saw that one, too. Yeah. Did my wife write that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, wouldn't blame, wouldn't blame her if, if she did. <laughs> I, I just, I can't imagine, like, because this movie was sold as a lesbian romantic comedy basically mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. And then when I found out what it was, I'm, I'm not even gay. And I was just like, what the, what? <laughs> I feel like I was lied to my whole life. I think at this point we're pretty used to it. Yeah. You know, right. like I'm just watching this movie. Yeah, I probably watched it maybe four more times and I just like stopped. Yeah. When they, when, when they move in together. I was yeah. like, I'll just bad in there. <laughs> All yeah, right. Just, <laughs> Happy just stop it at the hour and 15 minute mark. And, yep. Yeah. Um, Great movie. <laughs> so, yeah, they, uh, so yeah, they go on some some dates and then Greg interrupts. Yeah, Greg interrupts. Greg the delivery man. And Jessica quickly flees. She, yeah, she bolts. And then Helen sneezes. Right, she gets sick, which she like you said is a callback to when mm-hmm. she was like, "Well, who do you call when you get sick?" Nurse Jessica. Now she can call Jessica. Yeah. And um what yeah what happens there is that when we get like the next montage where it's them like w- like jogging no, no that's, that's later way, I, I think jessica just kind of shows up and like really takes care of her like, mm. making the soup and yeah bringing her tea and mm-hmm. i think a little shot of whiskey which mm-hmm. is another one of the more likable things that jessica <laughs> did for me um, yeah and i think in that moment um, maybe what they're trying to get across. I'm not going to say they're doing it well. Mm. But I think Helen's little happy face at the end there was mm. her thinking, oh, maybe I do really want to settle down with somebody. Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The movie almost does things well, but ultimately not. Yeah, I'm going to say maybe that's, maybe that's with it. Because, I mean, prior to this, Helen is, like, done. Yeah. She's over it. Right. Um, she used some pretty strong language to refer to <laughs> Jessica. Um, uh, so before, uh, so she gets sick, and then we get the the scene where they're in the cab, and 
they're on their like big date, right? And then she gets date the call tag. from her from Jessica's mom. Yeah. And inviting them to uh, to dinner. Uh, Shabbos. Shabbos. Yeah. yeah. Shab- Shabbos and Scarsdale. Yes. I don't know anything about New York, so I don't know what kind of neighborhood that is. Um, no idea. I've, ne- I've never even been to New York, yeah. so... I mean, I've been to New York City. This is another fun scene where I really relate to Helen. She gets to sit at this dinner with uh, mm-hmm. MB, Jessica's good friend. Yeah. And, oh, uh, yeah. get to sit next to her ex-boyfriend. Mm. And across the table from the guy Jessica's mom is trying to set her up with. Mm-hmm. So fun for her. Mm-hmm. Again, all of this <laughs> so fun for her. would be better from the perspective of Helen. Yeah. All of it still works, but it works better mm-hmm. if Helen is your main character. 100%. Yeah. I, weird. <laughs> it's just, it's staring them right in the face mm-hmm. and they didn't do it. And is it because Jennifer Westfeld had a, is like, the more famous of the That's two? I mean, at yeah. the time, I don't think any, like... I mean, will, she wasn't really. I don't think time, anybody but... involved was, like, very famous at the time. No. But it's just, like... I don't, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe because she was, like, the better actor of the two? Uh, I yeah. I don't know. Yeah, weird. Yeah, I don't know why that was... Uh, yeah, why Jessica's our main character and why... I don't know why Helen, what she sees in Jessica. I think, I'm not going to give them credit that they had the insight to do this. But okay. I totally understand the uh, first girl glow, you know? Mm. Like, first girl I ever kissed mm-hmm. didn't matter at all how she treated me. I was like, that's yeah. what kissing is? Yeah. I love you. Sure. <laughs> okay. Sure. Could be a little bit of that, like... Yeah. Yeah, right. uh, that makes sense. Oh, because they I make out right that. there on the street. On the first date, they do have a little kiss. Yeah. Um, and they have been practicing their making out for some mm-hmm. time now. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm going to say maybe Helen's got it. Because Helen's clearly very whipped at a certain point. She's frustrated. <laughs> yeah. She's venting. Uh-huh. And then as soon as Jessica calls, she's got her sweet yeah. voice on. Like that scene where they're at the gallery. Yeah. And, and then she, like puts on the like the breathy kind she's of like, well, of course not. yeah that's okay she's down bad as the kids say <laughs> she is down bad i guess yeah, yeah. And, and again all of that like it works yeah would work if helen was the main character like i i, I don't i don't need to keep yeah that you, up, mo- you just odd. definitely want to spend more time with helen than jessica yeah uh, and we could have had more of her uh, her best friends. Great characters. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, so then um, there's the Shabbos dinner where uh, yeah, Josh gets invited. and what, Josh is always finding his way in. Yeah. Why is Josh there? Fucking <laughs> uh, <Like> asshole. <laughs> uh, I, I can't remember if we mentioned this, but uh, Jessica and Josh... Uh, dated before. Yeah. They, they weren't... I read a review where he was described as her, like, former fiancé. That's not true, I right? I don't think That so. was never it, said. It was uh, her brother's friend, mm-hmm. and apparently him and Jessica's brother were seniors, mm-hmm. when she was a freshman. Right. And they 
briefly dated. They dated like in college. Yeah. That was my understanding. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So Josh shows up at this dinner and there's like, uh, some miscommunication and Jessica's mom tries to set, uh, Jessica up with like some computer guy that's there. Mm-hmm. Helen up with Josh. Perhaps. Tries to set. Oh, up. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mom's doing her best. She's really trying. Yeah. Mom's I gotta stunning. help these girls out. <laughs> They're struggling. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, that's when, uh, Jessica and Helen, uh, they have to stay in her old room. Because they get, they get stormed in. They get stormed in, yeah. And, uh, that's when they finally, like, have sex. Yeah, because for whatever reason, Jessica in her childhood bedroom, she's Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's on. Yeah. I'm about it. Suddenly. Did, did she say marinate again? Did that... (laughs) I don't think she did, but uh, uh, she does say it's day ten. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they finally, yeah, they finally have sex, and then you get none of that though, too. Oh, it cut. Yeah, they're not giving you no. any of it. No, no, no. <laughs> Which is interesting because I do feel like it's a lot less common to have like the scenes with Helen where like dudes are going down on her and stuff, but then. We just can't push the limit too far, though. Yeah. Right? Because... Yeah, you gotta leave that to your imagination. Yeah. Fade yeah. fade to black. They mm-hmm. do, quickly. Before they even mm-hmm. kiss, I think they're yeah. like, fade to black. You, you get it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we actually don't know how this works, so we're just gonna skip it. <laughs> right. Uh... What are they even doing there? Let's just go to the next scene. doesn't matter what they do. They're soft. <laughs> And non-threatening, or what is the other? She does say it's soft and non-threatening later on. Yeah. She, uh, that's about what she's got to say about yeah. it. Um, and then it cuts to her back at the newspaper, right? And so Jessica It's a three months later moment. Oh, it's three months later, yeah. yeah. And she is... Uh, is it three? Oh, yeah, it is three months later. And then she's clearly, like kind of a different person right like she's a lot happier and but clearly also has not told anybody yeah no she's so closeted yeah. yeah well and that's like the next big thing is that she won't like take her as her date to the wedding right, right. Like, that's the um well the big scene oh yeah here's <laughs> the big scene okay that i'm sure this is the scene we were all talking all thinking about as the most uh uh, when unfortunate Helen's, scene in the movie. Helen's gay best friend. Yeah, so Helen is. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Yeah, like all good rom com, you know, she, the the char- the main character, one of the main characters, has to like be venting about their issues to like their best friend. <sighs> and in the case of this movie, it's her two like gay best friends uh, that just have like the worst dialogue. Um, <laughs> I feel so bad for those actors. Yeah. I mean, who knows what they thought of the script, but I have to assume they were like, who wrote this? <laughs> it's so unnecessary. Because I... uh, one, so it's uh, it's like a, a gay couple that are her best friends. Yes. And one is like more supportive of her, um, you know, trying to date women. date women. And one is not. 
and which character equates i think his name is martin yeah he's the one martin and, and sebastian uh, That's, yeah those are the, the two he Equate. first of all we open with him just shaming her being like you've slept with way too many men you couldn't possibly mm-hmm. like a woman you're mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> an affront to all gay people sure this can't possibly be true mm-hmm. a cut it out mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, then, and then uh equates uh bisexuality to blackface just being gay. Oh yeah, yeah. To blackface, which was he he says you you can't just be black. Yeah. You can't just paint my face black and be black. Cuz you're born black. So you can't just obviously you can't just sleep with a woman mm-hmm. and be gay. Yeah. Um oof. Oof. So that that Why? was that was the scene you were talking about, right? Oh yeah, I, that took me aback for a minute because it, mm-hmm, yeah. it for all of what this movie is <laughs> it doesn't ring so like uh aggressively yeah <laughs> um offensive mm-hmm. and but then you uh, get to that scene Oof. yeah yeah 2001 f yeah all righty it's a different time it was a, clearly a different time <laughs> And then that scene ends with, yeah. with like that scene ends with one of the the guys like holding up a, a bust of a Native American, uh, like yeah. a wooden yeah, making like a, a cigar store Native yeah. American, making like a trail of so, tears joke. Yeah. Like, there's so many layers to that. Like that's, what? How, how did they? Yeah. Just condense it all into this one. That like, scene was just all bad. That's nope. also the scene where they're like fight the the. The couple is like fighting about mm-hmm. like when he was like, like oh, giving him a blowjob and stuff. Falling asleep in the blowjob. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's 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 all in the same scene, right? Like all of that's. Yeah. No one Man. like maybe just like accidentally delete this part, like on the cutting room floor, like just made it past everybody. It's the worst scene in the movie, it's which is so funny because it, it's maybe the mm-hmm. least like essential to. Yeah, the Jessica Stein. Which was plot you, or whatever. It does nothing. It, does right. nothing for this it really <laughs> does nothing to advance the the plot at all. Um, it just makes you dislike our friends. Yeah, <laughs> it already did. Yeah. Uh, Poor Alan, man. Yeah, just taking it from all sides. In doing this show, we've watched a lot of comedies from this time period and a lot of the humor doesn't age super well and i think this oh, is that's that's gonna be a running theme for yeah. this podcast is like yeah this is right what, what is deemed as like acceptable boundary pushing mm-hmm. humor mm-hmm. back then is just in in actuality like ill-advised <laughs> and often mean um this is up there that's yeah, it's pretty it's yeah. pretty offensive that's yeah. a rough scene yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. let's be racist while also gatekeeping queerness. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's go. Yeah, so many like groups get offended in that <laughs> that one scene. Um, it's like a shitty stand-up comedy comic or whatever. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity of yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, after that, that's when Jessica is with her mom at the dress shop, correct? And they're uh, trying on like a bridesmaid dress 
for uh, her brother's wedding, and she finds out from her mom that she invited Helen to the the dress shop. Mm-hmm. Because... And that's that's where Helen realizes that Jessica's not going to be asking her. Yeah, her yeah, because she... and has probably intercepted her invitation. Yes, right. yeah, yeah. Actively. Yeah, she had no intention of inviting Helen to the wedding because mm-hmm. she hasn't told anybody about. Even worse. Yeah. The scene right before this, she's like, "Oh, what's up, Josh? You coming to the wedding?" <laughs> like, on her yeah. way out of work. <laughs> is now is this like right before the wedding, or is this like several months? Like, no, this is like the day before like, or something. It, it's like next weekend. Got it's it. The wedding. Yeah, yeah. Seems like pretty. Bad, bad timing to be like at a dress shop getting fitted and stuff. If <laughs> yeah, if it's that close. Week, yeah. yeah. Like you'd be doing that a little earlier. Yeah, a couple months. But yeah, so Helen is obviously like very upset by this that she wasn't invited and she's clearly not told anybody about their relationship. And they have a big argument on the street. And Helen is finally done. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. fed up. Uh, and then after that, that's when Jessica has a talk with her mom. Mm-hmm. It's probably the nicest part of the movie. It is, it is like, I was thinking the same thing, that it's like the best part of the movie, but it's like kind of unearned in terms of, like it's a good scene, but it seems like it'd be from a better film. Well, it, and it's also like, they don't pay it off because the movie doesn't end how this scene sets right. it up how it should yeah you know what i mean like it's just like you also have to sit through a pretty shitty monologue about (laughs) like a high school play or something (laughs) to get to the good part yeah everything before is like boring Uh, why who cares i I will say well uh performed on behalf of the the mom tova feldsha is her name but for, for me it's just the one line uh, right, yeah. which is where she says she's a lovely girl. I think she's a very nice yeah. girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is, yeah, very nice scene, but is, like, better than anything else in the movie. 100%. Yeah, and also yeah. feels, like, from a different film. It does. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, so tactful. Uh, I, I'm, I almost wonder, and maybe this is giving them too much credit or whatever, but I almost wonder if, like, I don't know, though, because this movie was so low budget and independently produced, but I almost wonder if, like, notes, and I don't know, there probably weren't too many, like, student, too much, like, studio interference or probably whatever, not, but I, yeah. wonder, I wonder if, like, a producer had a hand in, like, <clears throat> whoever was producing this movie, like, was like, well, we need to make it less gay whatever you know i just some movie producer like chomping on like a big cigar yeah we need to make this thing a little less gay relatable though that josh yeah josh is our man josh is not bad i think you make him the guy and we got a gold picture we got a picture (laughs) um uh yeah so i i would say that that's a nice scene with the mom it is. Probably the best scene in the movie. Yeah, um, it's nice. I think she uh, won some awards, the mom, for that really? that performance. Yeah, right. I I'm not sure what, but I think she won an award. Um, and then uh, Helen ultimately does get invited 
to the wedding. With a little confidence boost and assurance yeah. from mom, Jessica decides, right. I think I can. Yeah, because her mom is okay with it. Because she apparently didn't catch that her mom was completely aware of what was going on. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, I guess, okay, so what mm. I kind of like mm. about this moment and why mm. I think it is so touching is a lot of times I think parents, depending on your style, mm. might have an inkling but feel they're, like, owed this mm. moment of their mm. kid, like, telling them what's up. Mm-hmm. And it was really, and, and for some kids, it's like you got to give them the space and they're going to have their moment. It's going to be mm-hmm. important to them. It was a nice moment of mom, like, knowing her weird neurotic kid and being mm-hmm. like oh, this one needs a little help though yeah and mm-hmm. just checking in yeah it's nice mm-hmm. it's nice to see some good queer parenting mm-hmm. good goodness yeah yeah good good performance i think on behalf of the mom they maybe accidentally stumbled into mm-hmm. it entirely <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it, it may be a happy accident yeah <laughs> i would say that's what my money's on, but it's nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, after that, then it's uh, Jessica's brother's wedding. On the way. Where uh, Helen gets invited, and uh, all of the, the guests are aware that there is a lesbian couple there. It, seemingly. just yeah. getting grilled. Yeah. Um, so this is, I think, the cameo that you and I were thinking of. Yeah, where it's uh, the wickedly talented Adele Dazim, <laughs> Adina Menzel. <laughs> so do you do you remember the moment where like one of the bridesmaids is like, "You're the lesbian." No, well that happens. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. There's and, even a letterbox review that specifically uh, mentions that moment in the movie. Yeah, like um, one of the most popular letterbox reviews. <laughs> and that's Adina Menzel, who's in the movie for like. A second. A second. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The wickedly talented. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you know what we're talking about when we say that? The wickedly talented. I don't. Uh, so. At the Oscars, I don't know what Oscars, one year. Like seven years ago, probably. Tra- yeah, Travolta was, John Travolta was introducing. Uh, Adina Menzel. Adina Menzel. And uh, it was uh, the Frozen year. So it was yeah. for it was for Frozen, and uh, uh, he fucked up her name somehow. <laughs> oh, I don't know the actual story of what happened, but he's like the wickedly talented Adele Dazim. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> not a person, not the first or the last name. <laughs> I I no joke watched it like today still that clip funny. it's yeah. still very funny <laughs> yeah. well i'm gonna have to watch that clip and also go back and try to catch this moment yeah in this movie. i mean i i had to like rewind it i was like is that who i think it is mm-hmm. uh yeah because yeah, it's very quick interesting because i still don't really think of adina menzel as like an actor i mean i think of her as like a broadway performer yeah obviously i mean i really only know her from uncut gems uncut gems yeah yeah yeah. um i mean i know what she does other stuff but that's what i know her most right 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 wicked lee talented well that that's why he says wickedly talented (laughs) is because she she was known for wicked Uh, on broadway yeah uh but like yeah 
It's so clever. Uh, <laughs> Travolta's yeah. like yeah. shit-eating grin while he says it the entire time. Yeah. It's so good. I told you, Charlie, that we go on tangents. Oh, that's all oh, the shit. I love it's, a good tangent. It's a little loose. Yeah, so there's the there's the wedding and uh helen gets kind kind of like abandoned sort of by so jessica can jessica. go make out with her yeah on the roof <laughs> yeah helen has to hang out with uh jackie hoffman on the stairwell that, that was her escape yeah from uh, all of i don't know the crazy aunts and grandmas and yeah. everybody else mm-hmm. uh, so she's in hiding basically mm-hmm. yeah yeah because yeah at the wedding josh who for some reason doesn't know what all the other people at the wedding know that jessica and helen are a couple and I they're there he together shows up late. he shows up late so he doesn't know that yeah he must have missed the uh pamphlets they were handing out mm-hmm. explaining the whole <laughs> right. deal to everyone to the uh on time arrivals yeah he yeah. definitely missed that yeah and basically uh gets jessica like on the roof of this building and professes his love for her mm-hmm in a great way. Yeah. Which basically is like, you're happy, and it's not because of me, I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that you're happy. Bumping me out. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Stein. <laughs> that was our character. Yeah. Hey, Stein. What are you doing? Why are you so happy, Stein? Be <laughs> with me, Stein. <laughs> Why does this character sound like 90 years old? <laughs> hey, Stein. Why, why, why are you so happy, Stein? <laughs> Sounds like he should be, like, smacking his gum while he says that. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's when Jessica tells Josh that he, she's there with Helen. Yep. And Even though she seems real into that kiss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> real into it's, that one. Yeah, it's, it's definitely... Uh, I thought, like, because knowing the ending kind of... I mean, not with specifics, but, like, you, yeah. know, you talked about... I guess I did kind of spoil the ending a little well, bit. Well, a little bit, but, like, I mean... Vaguely. Yeah, it wasn't... Yeah. Um, knowing what was eventually coming, uh, I thought for sure it was just going to happen right then and there, based <laughs> on the way she acts, mm-hmm. like, in that scene, and then it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Because in, like, a, I don't know, maybe a more, a movie that was, like, kind of more playing by the rom-com uh, rules, like, uh, Helen would catch them, like, yeah, in the act. Yeah, she would have, like, walked in on it. Or... And but then, then there would have to be some redemption, I think, yeah, that and then... happened, and, and they're not going to end up together. No, because right. Je- yeah. yeah. Jessica, yeah. Jessica would have to, like, like, win Helen's trust back somehow, and... Yeah. But they aren't going to end up together anyway, so that wouldn't happen. Right. Um, so instead, we're just going to leave Helen on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Helen. Um, so the so there's the, the scene at the wedding, and then does it jump ahead another three months or? It cuts. It cuts to, to an like undisclosed amount of it. time in the future where they're they've moved in together. together. Yeah. Cute yeah. move in, uh, and then montage of their happy. Little life together. Yeah. Sweet montage. That's when we get, like, them jogging in New York. And uh, Jessica's wandering eye. Yeah. <laughs> to, uh, yeah, she sees some hunky uh, joggers. 
Uh, they adopt hmm. some goldfish. I don't remember that at all. Pardon montage. <laughs> Pardon <laughs> the montage. Goldfish. And uh, they're so happy together. Yeah, they're happy together for that point in time. Mm-hmm. I think that's when maybe some people wish that's where the movie ended. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's where the, the Charlie cut ends. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I've stopped watching, and I could just leave now. You just you guys yeah. it off. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. I, I saw an interview that they did, like, that Jennifer Westfeld did and, you know, some of the people involved, and they had acknowledged that, like, people, like, a lot of people weren't pleased with the ending, and they, like, are very aware that people wish that it, ended sooner and not the way that it did which i thought was funny that they're like (laughs) yeah we hear you (laughs) and then they just like leave (laughs) (laughs) all right well see you Uh, later uh, but they do somewhere in this montage the music cuts and it becomes a little clear that jessica's really interested in her books as they fall asleep Um, yeah yeah Right. Helen is becoming increasingly, like, unsatisfied. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they just have no sexual chemistry. Yeah. Or relationship. Yeah. And uh, Jessica seems uninterested. Mm-hmm. And Helen is obviously Bumped. looking for a willing, yeah. willing partner. Yeah. Yeah. Because she says, you know, we're essentially, like, roommates. We're, like, best friends. Which is true. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. The, yeah, the three month later cut. Mm-hmm. One more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I cuts. Think, maybe. Yeah, cuts again another. What? And that's where three months. Jessica's like crying, right? Yeah. They're breaking up. Yeah. She's moving out. At least. Helen's dumping Jessica. If it's been the other <laughs> way, yeah, yeah, that, that would have just been too much. Too for much. Me. Yeah. Um, sure. She finally came around to it. Mm. She's standing up for herself. Oh, yeah. Good for you, Helen. And then, uh, yeah, so that's when they they basically say that. Like, that's where Helen's like, you know, we're essentially, this is a sexless relationship. We're basically roommates, best friends, and I want somebody who desires me. Yep. And they break up. Yep, and then at this point, there's a lot of just going to dark and jumping. Every, yeah, every wedding is just jumping <laughs> yeah. in time. Mm-hmm. So then now we just do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, but it doesn't give us a time. I don't think it just fades to black. No, it doesn't and then cut comes ahead back. another like three months. Yeah, and um, to new Jess, cool Jess. Yeah, <laughs> Jess with a perm. Jess, Jess with flyers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Oh yeah, we we didn't really talk about how she is also like an aspiring artist and painter. Yeah, she's a painter. Yeah, and she had some art put up in uh, Helen's gallery. How do we feel about Jessica's artwork? I didn't they only it, show it once. I didn't think it was very good. <laughs> it wasn't good. No, it wasn't good. I I also liked how when Josh shows up at the uh, the gallery to see like. Helen, uh, Jessica's art. Um, he sees her painting and he's like, "Wow, that's beautiful." 
The whole they, scene is from the perspective. They don't the show painting. it. It's from the perspective of the painting. <laughs> they never, they never turn the camera and show the painting. It, they should have had, they should have had Josh being like, "Oh, that shit sucks. <laughs> yeah. You're terrible, Stein." Because <laughs> when they would have not been completely well, out of character. The only reason why he was showing up there, though, is because in that time, her and Helen were broken up. Right. And so she was sad. So now yeah. Josh is happy. And he's yeah. like, oh, sad Jessica. I like to make moves on sad Jessica. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go to this little art thing. Yeah. Because yeah. when he saw her, like, painting at the, uh, at the Shabbos dinner, he's like, who painted that? And they're like, oh, it's, that's Jessica's. And they cut to the painting and it looks like dog shit. Not good. <laughs> it's Not terrible. Good. It's pretty bad. It's probably best. I the first time I watched it, I didn't even catch the first cut of mm-hmm. the painting, and I was like, "Oh, it's probably smart. Just leave it to the imagination. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just assume she's a good painter." Yeah, could have left. They should have just that. showed it from the the painting's pr- perspective. The, the whole, whole time. table. Yeah, just looking over. Yeah, you guys remember the movie Bean, the, the Mr. Bean movie in America. I, mean, I definitely do. Uh, yes. I, definitely I know don't. it does. It was a, it was a, it was a lob for him, but it was more so a question for you, Charlie. Okay. <laughs> there, there's a scene in that movie where this painting is, gets like <laughs> disfigured or it gets like like uh some chemicals like remove some of the paint. It's like a very famous like expensive painting. And Mr. Bean has to, like, salvage it. And he just, like, draws this dumb face over Whistler's mother in the painting. And then so, like, that's, like, that's, like, what I'm thinking of. Like, bad movie art. Yeah. <laughs> so, probably, I don't know. That seems Probably a good one. Probably a good one. Yeah. Beans probably do for a rewatch. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I almost bought it the other day. <laughs> For like five dollars. <laughs> yeah, I do love Mr. Bean. Um, yeah. So uh, Helen and Jessica break up, and that's basically the end of the movie. There's like two more scenes after that, right? Yeah, some nice uh, little wrap up scenes. Yeah, there's just she like. Yeah. Runs what? into Josh. Josh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then at the bookstore. And then... Which was shot in L.A., not in New York. And they're obviously going to be together now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but they don't, like, show it. They, they're just like, oh, I've got a second date with Josh. And yeah. And then we get a nice little scene of Helen, who's presumably found herself a nice lady that yeah. mm-hmm. wants to snuggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and kiss. Mm-hmm. Be soft together. <laughs> soft. <laughs> that's, that's what women do. Yeah. And then, I don't know how I feel about the very last scene, which is where they're they're best friends. Now. Yeah, and they're talking about their relationships. Like she's talking about Josh, which is pretty gay to like be best friends with your ex. Like in mm-hmm. the lesbians, <laughs> <laughs> and for lesbians in particular, that actually tracks so i can't be that I mad have, about I it have even though i am before yeah um yeah but jessica sucks though don't be friends right. with her yeah get out of there helen yeah yeah not a likable character jessica Stein. Uh, so that's the movie mm, oh she does have some character growth though in that she adopts email Oh, that's right, because that's another one of her quirks is that she doesn't like uh, technology. Or computers, yeah, she doesn't like computers. But by the end, 
she she doesn't knew, give Josh her phone number. She says emails best. Email actually. me. Yeah. <laughs> that would feel like someone's not at all interested in going on a date with me. Well, here, let me give you my email address, and I'll be like, okay, so you don't want me to contact you. That's fine. <laughs> email. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, um, and that's that's kissing Jessica Stein. It is. Uh, well, yeah, I'll go ahead and do final judgments on this one. I, uh, didn't, I didn't care for it really back then when I saw it, and didn't care for it now. Maybe in, like, slightly different ways. But, uh, yeah, too, too many, like, uh, just, like, rom-com cliches, and too many unlikable characters. Um... I'm going to go D-plus on this one. Yeah, I, I land uh, D-plus also. Um, it's it's I, 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 definitely too many tropes. Um, felt very, like, by the book in terms of, like, it's, uh, you know, rom-com, like, plot points and stuff it wanted to hit. And um, I didn't find it funny at all. Like, anytime, anytime there were, like, obvious attempts at, like, humor that weren't just, like, I don't know, like, slice of life stuff or whatever, mm. but anytime there were, like, jokes, I was mm. just like, ugh, God, <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this is, this is on the fucking, like, 25 greatest romantic comedies list. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like... Nora Ephron's got, like, 30 that are better than this. I mean, yeah, that's an exaggeration. But, like, you know, it's just, like... I don't know. So, it's... It's, um... It's it's a... It's a... Not very good movie. And then the ending kind of... Obviously catapults it into something that's, like... More offensively bad. Mm-hmm. And, and, and... Unfortunately for this movie, that's... Obviously what you're left with as you're with the taste in your mouth so it's like <clears throat> yeah no it's bad so yeah. d plus for me yeah um i again i did like the scene with the mom sure uh, that was good. yeah yeah i mean she was good in the scene i don't know how well like written the scene was in the context of the whole movie but it was a nice scene it's a nice moment yeah i'm gonna give a C minus. Okay. Okay. Uh, there were a few things that I genuinely found funny in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like when they're on the first date and Helen's like, some people bungee jump, some people smoke weed, they're happy. What do you do to be happy? And she's all, I don't, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny to me. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh. Uh, not like... I don't know. And I also think, like, for me, watching lesbian rom-coms or any lesbian movie, mm-hmm. especially at that time, the bar is not super high. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Like, we're grading on a curve here. This yeah. could be a B, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, this did win the uh, the GLAAD Award for Outstanding Film in yeah. 2003. Oh, so. all right. We're, yeah. going, but we're going back down. We're going back down. <laughs> The, the curve. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm going to stick with my C-minus, though. There yeah. was a few moments where I was like, okay, this is funny. I don't know if, 
the movies in on the joke with me, but I am having a nice time. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the whole point of our show, is that we're watching all these movies from 2002 mm-hmm. through the lens of us now. 20 uh, years later. Yeah. So, I mean, what may have been a better, more representative film in 2002, now we know better yeah that it's not <laughs> didn't quite have the vocabulary <laughs> yeah so uh because this movie was praised back then oh I think. yeah i remember i mean it. i don't know exactly what the tomato score was but i remember they getting very good reviews mm-hmm. that is a little bit wild to me but yeah well would you like to guess the rotten tomatoes score oh yes while we're on the subject that's one of our things that we do after we give our grades we do a little game where we guess what we think oh, like snap. uh the Rotten Tomatoes score was, and we guess what, like, all the critics thought of the film at the time. I do know, I do remember that you know what it, it was is. very well regarded. I don't know exactly what it is, but I remember that the critics did enjoy this movie. I'm gonna go with a 76. Okay. I'm gonna go with an 84. It's 83. Ah. Wow, yeah. the Andrew Powers. Yeah. No, I mean, you're both, you're both right in the right ballpark. Yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, uh, the critics' consensus. It's a trite but refreshing and comical spin on nature of love. (laughs) (laughs) So refreshing. (laughs) Yeah. I like how, how can you call something trite and then be like, but I liked it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this movie, uh, box office-wise, came out on Wednesday, March Mm -hmm. 13th. Yeah. Uh, it was not released in a lot of theaters, um, 26 theaters to be precise for the first week of its release. Um, uh, it made, uh, you know, like 30 grand the first couple days, but, uh, I do have its weekend, uh, box office rank, which is a little more interesting, just that first weekend, which is the 15th. Mm Um, it came in at number 30. Mm. So, I mean, again, it only opened on 26 theaters. Small film, yeah. Uh, number one that weekend was Ice Age, which will be, I believe, the next 2002 movie we cover. That's definitely the movie I was seeing in theaters at that time. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think which of, because this is a big weekend, I mean, (laughs) big. <laughs> Ice Age, Resident Evil, and Showtime were the big three that weekend. Wow. You know what the one I saw was of those three? Showtime. Showtime. <laughs> that was yeah. the one I saw. I saw all three of those in theaters that that weekend. I think I saw. Uh, I didn't see Resident Evil till DVD. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Showtime was the only one for me. So those are all upcoming episodes. Those are like our next three episodes: uh, Ice Age, Resident Evil, and Kissing or. Uh, Showtime. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, those ones. And then uh, we might talk about Harrison's Flowers. I think we're still in there. Whether we didn't, yeah. that came in at number 18. And then um, E2 Mama Tambien gets a release. Which yeah. We'll talk that about after those. Up. Yeah. So those That's are... on the, uh, the old list here. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The 100 yeah. Years list. Uh-huh. That was also nominated uh-huh. for the Glad Outstanding. Uh, film award and lost to Kiss and Jessica Stan. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so. Well. Wow. 
Have Have you seen E Tu Mama Tambien? I haven't. I haven't. Better movie than Kissing Jessica Stein. I. Not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think that's about it. Like, we usually, we'll sometimes do trivia at the very end, but I have no trivia questions for this movie. I got nothing. Oh, so you didn't do, like, a... a like a, a rom-com New York... A lesbian romantic comedy oh, a le- trivia. <laughs> lesbian trivia. I did, I did not. I didn't mm-hmm. think of anything. Um, I do have a couple, like, trivia nuggets, factoids for this movie that we didn't talk about. Some but love a nugget. But, um, so this movie, uh, it came out at the LA Film Festival in 2001 in like, I think March or April, and then, um, was at the Toronto Film Festival at TIFF in September and had a screening on September 10th, 2001, Mm. and then another screening on September 12th. Oh, they still went through with it. They still did it. Um... Now, what's yeah. interesting is, is this movie had to edit out shots exactly. of the Twin Towers. Yeah. So were those left in for the... I had to assume I they would think have been I, in for the September 12th screening still. Yeah, they were They were obviously in for that screening. So the audience was like very shocked when they <gasps> saw... <laughs> there, the, the IMDb trivia said there were audible gasps in the theater. Um so they had to cut out all the shots of the Twin Towers. So I think in the cut we saw, no no towers. Yeah. No. yeah. Um, Which now feels so silly to me. That, yeah. I mean, that, that there's just this portion of movies that pretend pretends it doesn't exist. Yeah. That didn't exist or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I, I suppose at the time it's like a... We just don't want people associating yeah. anything with that with this movie, especially like a comedy. Yeah. But I think I read that they didn't want that to distract from the message of the film. But in my head, I'm like, well, what the hell is the message of this movie? <laughs> well, the message <laughs> is that. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we're watching Jessica Stein, not trying to think about the tragedy yeah yeah i mean it would would be distracting and just as a viewer like as soon as you see it you're gonna be like yeah well fuck i'm trying to watch a movie and it was like yeah not think about this for two seconds Mm -hmm. same with like zoolander well yeah even more exaggerated with zoolander imagine thinking about a tragedy (laughs) while watching Derek zoolander now with time i agree with you it's like oh well i mean i feel like that stuff I don't know if they even have any of that anymore. Maybe it's on the DVD. I don't know. But But it would be nice. In the moment, I think it makes sense. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. But it would be nice to have, like, a little time capsule, you know. Right. Like, see it. Like, oh, yeah, this was, like, right before. I mean, yeah, if you go, like, if you go back and you see it in old movies and stuff like that, it's like, oh, yeah, there it is. But it is weird that it's just, like, for, like, a year, like... Basically, years worth of movies. It's just not in yeah. movies. Yeah, every movie had to cut out the. Doesn't exist anymore now. But... Yeah, every well, movie had I to. Suppose there's going to be a similar moment in time, like 10, 20 years on, or whatever, where we look back and like the impact COVID had on television. We're gonna be like, oh like, yeah, mm-hmm. every TV show mm-hmm. is talking about this, like cut scenes in the middle of like every reality tv season or like Mm -hmm. you have to stop filming um (laughs) like 90 day fiance (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah Yeah. we'll see how that ages Mm -hmm. Um, every shonda rhyme show um (laughs) 
Yeah. Is I Grey's mean, Anatomy still on? Oh, it sure is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's still going strong. Um, what uh, what did I? Oh, yeah, Glass Onion. Oh yeah. Oh, it had. had did you watch? It that? had COVID yeah. references. Oh, it's yeah. They're it's, mashed up. Yeah, and that already yeah. seems kind of like why. I <laughs> I I'm I'm at a point where or I've I've always been at a point I guess like even when the earliest iterations of COVID entertainment um, came out, but I don't want that in my <laughs> entertainment. I don't yeah. need to be reminded that I didn't leave the house for two <laughs> years. I remember yeah. it. Yeah. And it was it was worse when I was still at home and like HBO Max is playing that stupid like Doug Lyman lockdown movie or whatever. I have a f- another factoid. Yeah, yeah. Doug Lyman also produced this movie. Yeah, All, I noticed that. Doug Lyman almost directed this movie. That would have been wild. Wild. Yeah, <laughs> Doug um, Lyman, not uh, a filmmaker that would have the deftest touch for this kind of material, I would imagine. Doug Lyman, who, if you don't know, Charlie directed like Swingers and Jumper. What yeah. a great fit! And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, one final fact is that uh, the movie was screened, I don't know when, maybe before, like, its first film festival to, um, like, some gay audiences, and it had a different ending originally, which was that... Uh, <laughs> is that what Glad saw? Did they see that cut? <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it was even worse, I think. Uh, Jessica and Helen break up, and Jessica immediately, like goes to josh's house oh no from what i read <laughs> so so their notes were to make it soften the blow a little bit yeah they actually run into each other at the bookstore oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh yeah so that was the solution well well that's it uh charlie thank you so much for joining us for this one yeah thanks for having me this was fun yeah you have anything to plug? Yeah, any. No one ever really does. Yeah, we always say. That, we always ask. You want to plug something? So it's okay if you don't, but also if you do. Yeah. Please do. Um, I like to plug Graham's amazing list. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, we can put this on our. Uh, I'm gonna say yes. Social I, I media. Mean, I I think I have the only physical copy here, so I'm gonna make the call. <laughs> um. I think. It. I'd like to plug spades if anyone wants to get a spades table going. Um, I'm really looking for some friends. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that? A card game. Oh, yeah. oh, got it, got it. Spades. A very yeah. specific number of people. Got it's it. Impossible to play. Okay. Um, I didn't know if this was like a video game or an app of some kind. Plugging spades. <laughs> Old card game. <laughs> like, like spades, spades. Got spades, it. Spades. This yeah. list. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. Anytime you want to come back. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't wait to watch my fifth movie. Yeah. Um, uh, and I just want to say, like, 
for the record, when we talked about you being on the podcast, I didn't say like, oh, you should do this movie. I mean, when you, you came up to me and said, hey, Charlie, you're gay, right? I thought it was that, like, that was not a conversation yeah, that happened. tactless, Andrew. Uh, I, I actually think the way the conversation went was I very immediately said, what are the gay ones? You, yeah, I was like, you should come on I, the show. And I you really, were like, are there any like gay lady movies around that time? I and really, yeah. This was the only one I could think of. And I, I was highly motivated to do any gay movie. Yeah. I mean, I know it's very, like, gay adjacent, but it's something. Oh, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, this, it's the closest we It's got. the closest. And, and it is a movie that I do have a memory of, like, this mm-hmm. being on my radar when I yeah. was, like, closeted and, like, looking for any queer media I could, mm-hmm. like, in between right. my AIM yeah. sessions. Um, so... <laughs> Totally tracks, and it was kind of fun to look back at it and mm. have the ability to be critical of it, <laughs> which I definitely didn't have when I was 14. Sure. Yeah. And I didn't have when I was 16. I saw this movie. You arguably still don't have the ability. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you so much, and uh, thank everybody for listening mm-hmm. to this. Anything you have to add? have to add dan uh no um rate us review us all that stuff that we always say mm-hmm. uh check out next week's uh, or I don't, probably next week we're not we're not really exactly cranking these bad boys out right now yeah, we but, move at our own pace yeah check out the next episode uh where we're gonna be wrapping up 2022 in film mm-hmm uh, with the 2002ies, mm-hmm. our awards yeah. show. Uh, what a night it was. Mm-hmm. What a night it was. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll see what movie wins the, uh, award for... The big one at the end of the night. Yeah. It's not Best Picture, folks. No. Nope. It's the 2002 award? I don't remember The most 2002 it. movie of 2022. Yeah. Yeah can't wait to find out which one it'll be yes well thank you so much for listening and of course uh, adios adios okay bye do i also say <laughs> yeah you can say whatever you, you can say whatever you want adios adios <laughs> i don't know why that just became a thing i think i said it like once and then it just stuck